Hello everybody and welcome to Show Hoppers. Black Mirror, Season 4, Episode 1, USS Callister. Surprise! Surprise! Another surprise episode. Surprise! It's my birthday. No, it's not. Yeah. It might be my birthday. I, I don't, yeah. Anyway, I, I don't think it's going to be your birthday when this drops. Definitely not, but maybe someone will be listening to it on my birthday. If you're listening to it on my birthday, thank you. I'm not going to tell you when my birthday is, just that way. There's there's a suspicious thought that maybe it is my birthday. I, I love this it. idea. I think we should say happy birthday to each other uh, every every episode. Every episode, just in case? Just in case. I, well, I want to say happy birthday to the listener. Like, happy birthday to you out there. Good idea. I think that's more of a better better shot idea. Maybe happy not. birthday. Happy birthday. Well, it's another Black Mirror episode. We had a uh, what's the title? What's the one that's your favorite one? Hated in the nation. There you go. I kind of want to say Bandersnatch, but I know it's not Bandersnatch. Not ugh. definitely not Bandersnatch. Not Bandersnatch. Interesting. Like I like some uh, choose your own adventure games and whatnot, but Bandersnatch. Yeah. Would rather not have just a Black Mirror. The not my cool. favorite Black Mirror. In fact. I have all, if you count that as an episode of Black Mirror, I have all 23 episodes of Black Mirror ranked, and Bandersnatch is number 16. On the second half, that's almost, hmm. Is that number 16 good, though, on the list? Or does it sound like it is? Uh, I mean, I I gave it an 8. Oh, okay. So, you know, just for for reference, Hated in the Nation, my favorite Black Mirror episode has a 10. My least favorite Black Mirror episode, Metalhead, has a 6. Hmm. Okay. Did, you see, did you see Metalhead? Metalhead? No, I've not seen Metalhead. Okay. So that is that is the my range on Black Mirror episodes. Well, maybe I'll see that one next, just because you hate I, it so I, much. I would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm. I'm gonna... I'm, so I have to guess your rating here. Yep. Uh, 7 being... The average rating for you, Mr. Sal. That is that is middle of the road, mediocre, dare I say. Correct. And I'm going to say, you, you gave this one an eight. You, how, how did you do that? How did I do that? Yes. Well, because you told me number 16th rankings, eight. So I just, I just kind of. So, so you're, you, first of all, you assumed that this was in my top 16. I, I assumed it's in that ball. I, I assumed you'd like it more than Bandersnatch, but I didn't think you'd like it that much more than Bandersnatch. Okay. Yeah, this 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 I give an eight. By the way, this this is a momentous occasion for the Showhoppers podcast. How so? You, you don't know why? Oh, now I just thought of why. Why? It's because we've both seen the episode. This is the first ever episode that we are covering where we have both already seen the episode so this is a rewatch for both of us it is a rewatch yeah <clears throat> oh boy so I, I, I don't know how this is gonna go i mean well i mean <laughs> technically technically though mr sal like when we did hate it in the nation like yeah you watched it once before or at least watched it more than i have but going into the episode i've already i, I had already seen it and there's not like there's any more or less to it than what you've seen I guess I guess it is true. I don't. I don't. I, I guess I can tell my first reactions much better. Right. So, 
Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, the, the reason I like this episode, and I probably give this episode a 9. And the reason I probably give it a 9 isn't because of the content, but I love the discussion I've had with people while watching this episode. Oh, right, because you have actually watched it with people. Yes, I've watched this episode with multiple different people. I like the, yeah. I think it, I think it's a very interesting concept that well, people one day have to face. I think it's really nice that that you get to watch Black Mirror with people. Oh, well, <laughs> I haven't seen this. Well, I, I have nobody to watch Black Mirror with. <laughs> there I don't know anybody <laughs> who has such a bleak outlook on life that they want to watch Black Mirror with me. Ah, well, that, that's a bad way of looking at it. Uh, you know, this is kind of a positive episode. The the good guys win. Kind of. They... I depends on your definition. <laughs> okay. Depends what you think is winning. You know, one of the interesting things that I started, I, I, because I, I wanted to try to understand why, because people love this episode. I mean, this is. I, I you, love this episode. If you ask people, what's you know, name an episode of Black Mirror almost universally, the first one they'll name is USS Callister. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you ask people what their favorite episode of Black Mirror is, I would say probably if I asked 10 people that question, probably seven of them would say USS Callister. How does that make but, you feel? Oh, I'm sorry. What, where was this ranking on your total? Like out of 24? Uh, I ranked this one number nine. Nine. Oh, so it is top 10. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is, it's a top 10. But it's, it, but it's definitely not... I mean, there's a separation between like my nines and tens for Black Mirror. There's a big gap between number nine or like between my nine rated episode ranked. What am I trying to say? My nine rated episodes and my eight rated episodes. You don't have to say the title name, but what's the, the lowest ranking number nine has? Like, the I, like, like, I mean, I mean, uh, num number eight, number eight. Oh, wow. So this is no, like I'm on sorry, the number I'm sorry, number seven. Okay, number seven. Okay, so it's yeah. not quite on the cusp, but it's getting it's close enough to say it's on the cusp. Right. This is my second favorite eight-rated episode. Okay. So, okay. Uh, but I started thinking. I, I really was interested in why I'm not as high on this episode as so many people that I know are, and I think, and maybe you can convince me otherwise. And I, I bet that you can actually, because I started trying to figure out what is it that I love about hated in the nation that's missing here and I, I think what i've come up with is there are th three kind of themes to black mirror maybe you can help me identify more but the three themes that i've kind of come up with to <clears throat> cover most of the black mirror episodes anyway that i i think are what is there a moral dilemma right uh is there uh, a theme of does the punishment fit the crime? And is there a theme of hope? Okay, so so there are those are the three major things. And in addition to technology, because I mean, yeah, yeah. It's th all they're all technology. Except <laughs> for maybe the pig one, but even that yeah. technology. <laughs> the, the pig one, I, I don't under, I don't understand how that's the. We first were about this at our first Black Mirror episode. But. I don't get it. It's just not Black Mirror. Anyway. So uh, technology is, is almost universally a theme, but this one has a bit of a moral dilemma, although I'm not sure that I see it as as big a moral dilemma as hated, something like Hated in the Nation had. Uh -huh. uh, it doesn't have any 
does the punishment fit the crime as far as I can think of? I, I think there's one argument oh, to be had for that. You're right. You're right. At the very end. Yeah. Um, I, I think even before that, I mean, just Walton in general. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Uh, a lot of them in general. Walton included, but, you know, some yeah. of them weren't the nicest people, but. Yeah, that's questionable. But anyway. But Walton especially is the, <laughs> yeah. probably the most. I mean, famous. Walton was the first one in. He was. He was kind of, yeah. So, uh, you know, I hope there's there's some there's some hope here, I guess. But it, it depends on how we interpret it and then technology, of course. But I think I'm just so much more interested in the moral dilemma in some of the other episodes than I am in this one. Because this doesn't really feel like much of a moral dilemma to me. This this really feels like what Daly is doing is is wrong, and there's no question about that. I agree that what he's doing is wrong, but I think the the debate is like where does it turn wrong? Yeah, I I agree. Right, I I think most people can agree that what he's doing here is wrong. But if if you say that this is wrong, where is it right? Like I, I play video games. If I go and play a video game and I I shoot like an NPC character, am I in the am I like you know? If I, if I, you know, there's a lot more. Where does it turn wrong? And where... I think you're going to need to define what NPC means. Oh, a uh, non-playable character. There you go. Okay. So, so. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, we, we can talk about that a bit more. Yep. But first, let's talk about our favorite characters for this episode. Oh, okay. Sure. My favorite? Yep. Packer. Packer. Interesting. I just thought I thought he was charming. This is the intern guy. Yeah, the intern guy. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Um, my favorite. I I would have to go back and forth between, uh, Walton. I think he's a really interesting character. I was basically. I I thought you'd say Walton. I was cute. And I, and I and I love Jimmy Simpson too. He's fantastic. But uh, and <laughs> Valdak. Yeah, and all the villain Valdeck, yeah. I really enjoy that. Like I, and the Billy Magnuson who's who plays Valdeck is a, is an actor that I do know from a He oh Billy Magnuson who plays Valdeck was in the leftovers. Have I seen him yet? Yes. Wait, hold up, wait, let me let me let me look at him. Actually. Yeah. Next, it, uh what? wait, wait. Uh, I can't think of it. Tell me. Where? He's only in one episode. He's in guest. Oh, he's the he's the person like Nora like hangs out with and makes the fake bodies or whatever. Yes. Ah. Exactly. But so uh, that I, I I do like that character. I, and this is another instance of does the fun, punishment? I, why do I keep saying punishment? <laughs> does the punishment? Brody and slip. I'm like, yeah. I call it. Does the punishment fit the crime? And and I I, I think he's a good illustration of that. But yeah, th- so those are probably my two favorites. Probably Walton's my favorite character here. He's definitely he's probably. I mean, Daly's complex, but in the sense that he's just he was like like sociopathic, right? Yeah. Walton's complex in the sense that like especially especially the virtual Walton that's been through yes. this trauma, right? He's. Now, he understands what he's done to get here and kind of repents, but kind of, you know, also takes back any scene, some traumatic things. 
Yeah. I, I see what you mean. Walton's probably the most he's he's the most complex. Yeah, and I and I I would definitely say virtual Walton. I am not talking about reality Walton. Yeah, all these characters in reality suck, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, not suck, but they're they're all one dimensional compared to what happens to them to the virtual them. Because the, the whole thing's about the virtual components of themselves, except yeah. for uh, Robert Daly, because he goes. Well, I I would say that Nanette is multi dimensional in real life. She's a bit. I mean, she uh, past Robert Daly, she's probably the only other person that kind of changes a bit in real life, and that's because she's kind of brought in by the online people. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would argue that even before she knows anything about the virtual people i would argue that like just the way that she treats daily yeah it's uh, a stark contrast is, is a stark contrast to anybody else but then also the way that she instantly turns on him just at the at the suggestion that she should by someone she doesn't even know i don't know if she quite turns on him though I... she, she, she does offer him a coffee again uh, does she? She does. She offers him a coffee, or she brings him the coffee that was already promised. Uh, I, no, she, like another day, she comes right into his office. Like, hey, do you want a, do you want a coffee? Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I don't different. remember that. Oh, we'll see it. Because I have, I have a, a review. We'll, so we'll find out. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll put a tag in that and make sure. But so yeah. why do you like Packer so much? I don't know. There's no actual reason why. That he's a cool guy. <laughs> Okay. But, uh, no real reason. I should basically. I I don't really have a favorite character, and I wanted to know what your favorite character was. <laughs> so that was just me fishing for information without really having much of an answer myself. Okay. Uh, well, so you haven't seen Star Trek, right? I mean, I've seen enough Star Trek to know that this is a a direct reference to it. No, it's based on Space Fleet. Let's let's get that right. Correct. Space, Space Fleet, Fleet is a direct direct reference <laughs> to Star Trek. I, I I've seen some Star Trek very I, well. I, I don't see the similarities at all. But anyway, we can call it Star Trek if you want to. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't need to. We can no, no no let's call it Star Trek. So <laughs> in the very beginning, we see it's a it's a callback to Star Trek. Right, it's the same like old yeah. style filming and like. You even get down the person. I I've seen a small bit of Star Trek myself too. Like the the enemy on the comms coming in and say, you know, when Valdek comes, and I, I mean I'm not gonna go over this with a fine comb or anything because it is just I'm trying to show it off in Star Trek. But Valdek is the enemy here. He's attacking the crew, including Captain Daly, and Captain Daly holds strong. Uh, risks it all by going into like an asteroid belt. They shoot down Valdek. <laughs> And then they destroy his ship. So hip hip hooray, they say. And he also. <laughs> I, I, so at this point, when you're watching the episode, it's like, I mean, okay. Not it all much. seems it all seems very wholesome, innocent, and Star Trekian. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you won't notice anything at a glance. But then it's like the hip hip hooray is okay. That's a bit weird, but okay. Like, have you ever have you ever had an actual hip hip hooray, Mister Sal? Uh. N- only when I go to medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've not had a hip hip hooray. So you know, you get he gets hooray, and then he starts to. What what's the euphemism I like to use? Not euphemism, but 
For actually, for he sucks face, Mister Sal. Yeah, oh, there you go. He then sucks face, but not just on one of his compatriots, but two Ooh. of them. Yeah, which which that's the real like stinger part. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's that's the confusion that starts, and then it cuts to real life daily. Who looks, you know, he's not he's not as cool looking now, and he's just in an elevator and he gets out to go to work. Yeah. I, there's something about the the filter they're using on the lens too that I'm, maybe it's just how brightly colored the space fleet world is, but the, the the there's something about the way it looks that's just such a stark contrast where you can instantly tell this is not the same universe. Yeah, you're you're completely right, and I feel like they they I noticed that the most when they when it cuts back they're inside the. Uh, what's up? They're in the USS Callister, and Nanette's finally playing along, because that's like the brightest scene to me. She's oh, finally yeah. playing along. So, just... I yeah, I, I see what you mean with that. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But you know, we have Daly. He arrives at Callister, the company. Oh, okay, mm. that's odd. We see the desk lady. That's the blue lady on the ship. Elaine. Oh, Elaine. Okay, there you go. She's not too important ever <laughs> so not... But yeah, Elaine. Uh Elena. Elena. Okay, there you go. <laughs> His car doesn't work. Elena looks him in. And we start seeing people uh well first of all, we see people gaming in an immersive environment. They have like this weird circular thing on their temple and their eyes are like rolled back in their head. They look real right. freaky. This is not like this is not a very good look. Okay, you would think you would think there would be a way for them to do it. With their eyes closed, or like your eyes are gonna dry out, right? Like that, or like maybe get something to cover your eyes. It's just not a very it's scary. But you know, the, this tech has been featured in other episodes of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? I don't know if it was this specifically. I, I mean, there's there's an episode called Playtest where they're they're testing VR. No, I've not seen Playtest. Okay, and, and <clears throat> Playtest is like the most the most horror black mirror but it's not i don't know i mean it, it's literally that it's a play test this is like that's probably early days of this technology but it was heavily featured recently in the most recent season called striking vipers also i've not seen that yeah that's uh season five episode one there are only three episodes in season five yeah. uh, and and that one uh it's feature it features heavily okay uh, the Black Mirror universe is 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 all one universe, right? No, not yeah. always, because there's some offshoot ones like White Bear. No, like, is White Hold Bear on. also part? I think I'm I'm pretty sure. I I have always been under the assumption that the White or the Black Mirror universe is intended to be all within the same universe. That's what I think so too, based on like. The museum episode. Yeah, Black Museum. And there is something from White Bear in Black Museum. Uh, okay. And in fact, you know, White Bear is a, one of my favorite episodes. I, I would love to cover that someday. Do you know the symbol that appears on the TV screen? Yeah, in, I remember. White Bear. Yeah, that's also the same symbol that the main character in Bandersnatch keeps seeing. Yeah, yeah, that's the Bandersnatch symbol I think of. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, so that, this tech does feature in other episodes of Black Mirror, but you're right, it's really creepy to see. It, it's creepy to see. I, it's not very, it's not very appealing, 
but you know, Daly walks in and we start seeing the people he's seen in the game. We see Packer, who turns out to be an intern, uh, mm-hmm. and we hear. Do Do you remember Mr. Sal? What he likes as his drink. Which one? Uh, daily, daily. Uh, it's uh, something with skim milk, right? Yeah, it's vanilla latte with skim milk. Yeah, yeah. As always, he wants his vanilla latte with skim milk. Uh, we meet Shania. Is that her name? Shania. Sh- Sh- I thought it was Shania, but maybe it's. Sh- Sh- I think it's Shania. Shania. Okay, we'll go with Shania. Uh, we see her. She's on the phone, and Daily trips over Valdek's gym bag on his way in. So. <laughs> all these characters i think you can see a kabir uh sitting on the side on a computer mm-hmm. uh, and we also see walton is the ceo shows his door shows walton inside so ceo walton and daily is the ctf i can't remember what ctf means C- technical uh, was it ctf or cto cto makes more sense for chief technical operations yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what... Like, I know that's a field. CTF is not, so I think it's CTO. Uh, it is CTO. And uh, it, you know, he goes into his office. So we know at this point he's a big part of this company. But when he glances over, he, he sees Valdek and uh, Shania just laughing and looking over at his office. So probably laughing at yeah. daily. That's, I mean, that's definitely the implication. That, oh, it certainly is. Uh, was it purposeful? Uh, maybe. I would, but, uh, I, would, I would say yes. I probably guess it is. So we see Daly works at this place, and he's not at all respected, yet he's a superior figure to most of these people, other than maybe Walton. Right. And that is a... That's something you don't really see. Like, no. I can't think of another form of, you know, another show where I watch where the person who has, you know, the, the bigger job, probably a higher-paying job, is, like, a laughing stock, or is being bullied by those... That would, I guess, typically be a subordinate. But in this case, Daly is. You know, you see it sometimes with uh, shows that are set in schools with principals. Oh, okay. But I'm thinking specifically of AP Bio right now. <laughs> I don't know. If you... Oh, oh, I forgot all about that show. Have you, have you seen that show? No, no, no. That I used to really want to see that show, and I forgot all about it. It's really funny. <laughs> I heard it's really funny. I, I love AP Bio, and the principal is kind of, especially relative to the main character. The main character just does whatever he wants and, you know, pays no heed to the principal. Okay. Hmm. But you're right. It's not a dynamic that is often portrayed. It's not a dynamic that's often portrayed. And, and I, would, I would hazard to say that it is not a dynamic that is often encountered in real life either. Yeah. Exactly. That that I think that's the shocking part. When I first saw this episode, I was like, "Huh, he's the he's like he's he's a pretty high up guy in this company, but he's not treated too well." It looks like, you know what I mean? Although, let me say this: Have you ever had multiple bosses? Yeah. Okay. So, I I've had a few different jobs where I've had multiple bosses, and sometimes it's it's pretty clear that one is the actual boss. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Uh, and, and the other one, you just kind of pay lip service to to get them off your back because you're just going to do whatever the actual boss tells you to do. Okay, I see what you mean. I can't relate to that degree. Okay. But I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that you, you listen to one guy, the other guy says something, you're like, yeah, but the other guy didn't say that. So. 
Right. I, I I once worked in a place, but this this is this was the most one of the most frustrating experiences I had in this place. I I only worked there for one year, <laughs> and I I I worked in this place, and one of my bosses came into my my came to see me uh, and asked me to do something. I said, fine. That boss, she left and in came another boss and told me to do the exact opposite thing. <laughs> and then he left and I said, well, now I really don't know what to do. And I went to see a third boss who was the one that I actually respected. And she told me what she wanted me to do. And I said, okay, then I'm just going to do what you want me to do. <laughs> How'd that work out? I mean, she's the only one I cared about anyway. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Well, good you know, she, Like, I, 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 as far as I was concerned, I worked for her. Yeah. And the other two were, like, periphery bosses that I saw, like, once a month. Yeah. Okay. And I said, you know what? No. <laughs> Whatever she says, that's what I'm doing. So I can definitely, so I take, I recant my previous statement that it doesn't happen much in real life. I bet it happens a lot in real life. It happens a lot, but it's not too commonly portrayed. No, it's not. Yeah, but I see what you mean. But would you go as far as to make fun? I guess. Oh, I definitely, make fun of her too. I def- I've definitely made fun of some of my bosses before. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> so, well, well Enter in stage left, Nanette. Mm-hmm. Nanette? Nanette, yeah. Hey, Nanette, okay. Incidentally, I want to go on the record as saying I have not made fun of my current bosses. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a very important thing to say. I see, you have to be very correct. Like, I, I, I have a very great deal of respect for my current bosses. I I, I, I love my bosses. In fact, I love all my future bosses. <laughs> exactly. I, it's I, only I, the past bosses that I have problems. I knew one in the past, they haven't been the best, but. You, you here in the present, and you there in the future. Ace, a star plus plus, greatest thing in the world. I'm super pleased. Thank you so much. I'll take I, my raise. Yes. So, so we have Nanette uh, enters in stage left, comes right into Daly's office, and she is like very eager to meet him. Like, I don't, uh, I don't know. Have you ever met someone this happy to meet you, Mister Sal? Oh, I wish. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I wouldn't wish for that. That'd be a bit weird. Like, I'd be like, I feel really uncomfortable. If someone was like, "This happened to a Kurt." Oh my, God, you're you're that guy. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, my name's Kurt. <laughs> uh, you you've done this. It's amazing. Okay, well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. It's it's so amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, no, no, come on. You don't think he just laps this up? No, I think Daily laps it up. Daily oh. definitely likes it. Daily certainly likes it. I mean, especially considering that he doesn't get this from anybody. Yeah, yeah, it's overdue. And he's like, yes, nice. Ah. And uh, so Nanette's the newest employee here. She works now for um, Calstorm. You'll get a bit of a background knowledge. Daly is like the mind behind this entire company in the sense that it's his amazing code and ingenuity that has brought this product infinity to life that has made this company what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also see Daly's a big fan of Space Fleet, <laughs> Star Trek, uh, which is, you know, <laughs> like, uh, he has everything as the VHSs, Blu-rays, and it kind of shows where his inspiration comes from for his own little pet project that he has in his house. Uh, then Walton comes in and it kind of shows the dynamic between Walton and Daly. Uh, he just kind of 
demands him that, hey, Christmas is coming up. We need that update as soon as possible. You're the CTO daily. Like, get on it. Command people like the way I'm commanding you. And then he gets all like, he's like, oh, Nanette, nice to meet you. And then he just, you know, starts talking to Nanette. I think he even, like, moves Daly's stuff on his desk a bit. Oh, yeah. At, he, yeah. Yeah. And then as he, like, walks out, he even taps him on the head. It's <laughs> like, yeah. a weird it's, thing to do. That's, like, wow. that's something really trying to show. the. Yeah. The, the, this this is a just, oh, man. I don't, I don't even know. I, I don't want to use any curse words if I can help it. But this is just such a D move. <laughs> it's, oh, this guy is so gross and, and he, he's clearly hitting on the net like it's it's disgusting do you ever uh, want to get someone's attention do you know the best way to do it mr sal tap him on the head tap him right on the forehead yeah apparently it's really good seriously you just go i've whenever i've tried it on someone it's gotten their attention 100 percent of the time i will admit that i have never tried it oh, it has a hundred percent success rate okay well i'll keep that in mind Really good. <laughs> so, we, we daily then exits his office to talk to Kabir about the update. Like, hey, you can get the update out. And then he kind of zones out because he's looking at Nanette. And Kabir tells him, hey, we have a lot of, you know, we, there's a lot of features we can add in the game. It'll obviously take a lot longer. And daily just kind of, you know, not paying attention, just goes, yeah, sure. Do it. That's fine. Uh-huh. Which will later come back to bite him a bit. I mean, not not in reality, or it doesn't actually bite him, but he gets in trouble with Olin for it. So let me ask you this: what's what's creepier, uh, Walton's treatment of Nanette or Daly's? I don't know which creepier: staring header or I guess. I mean, my my instinct would go Walton's is less creepier. He's talking. Well, wait, wait, okay, wait, no, here, here, here's, here's, here, I will draw, here's where I'll draw it, okay? Okay, so sure. Nanette enjoys talking to Walton. It's not creepy at all. That's fine. Yes. If Nanette, if Nanette feels uncomfortable talking to Walton, and he's always like, hey, he's trying to conversate with her, and she clearly doesn't want to, then that's creepier than what Daly's doing. Okay. But the, the issue is, I don't know how Nanette feels. They don't really show, she, they never really show her being, feeling super uncomfortable talking to Walton. Well, I'm going to presume she's not uncomfortable. She could be hiding it, but... Talking to Walton? Yeah. Oh, she seemed uncomfortable to me. She did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't remember. Well, if she feels uncomfortable, then that's creepier than Daily. Okay. That's probably where I lie on that. All right. I, I, I'm at... Would you agree with that? Or would you... I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm wondering if I'm just... My judgment is colored by where I know Daly is going with this. You know, at what point? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Where he goes makes it much worse. But if if it was just this, if it well, was just I guess, looking, I guess, I guess if it's, I don't know. Like he, he's definitely g- gives off a creepy stalker vibe. Oh, he sure. definitely does. He definitely gives off a creepy vibe. <laughs> yeah. I, so so, I don't know that that makes me wonder if this isn't creepier. But if the other thing is is his intent, was his intention from the beginning to get a sample of her DNA, or did that only come later when he felt scorned by her? So I think that if his intention right now, if he has no intention right now of getting the DNA, then Walton is definitely more creepy to me. 
I see what you uh, mean. Yeah. But if his intention already is to get the DNA, or even if he's thinking right now, if she uh, rejects me or scorns me or whatever, I will grab her DNA. Then, then Daly is absolutely <laughs> if, creepy. If he's looking at her and thinking anything about getting her DNA, then yes, he's certainly more creepy. Yeah. Involved, I'm gonna say, yeah. So anyway, I, I, I he the actions he does and if he thinks anything like that when she's he's looking at it, and I totally agree, he's way more creepier, right? Mm-hmm. But if, if if he was just like creepily looking at her and that's it, that's where it left off. Then Walton might be worse, if he makes if he makes Anna uncomfortable. But no, certainly Daly's the creepier one out of the two. Okay, I guess I, I'm I, I can't put myself in the net situation, but you know I wonder if people who've been in that situation in both situations, I wonder if they would feel better being, you know, overtly come on to in a you know kind of a gross way like walton or like undressed with someone's eyes from afar in a creepy way like daily it's very uncomfortable either way yeah so i mean what i don't I, you know I, i'm assuming i've never been in that situation so <laughs> you know you haven't you haven't seen yourself in that situation right so i so i i don't i can't speak from experience but i'd be interested to hear what people have to say about what's what's creepier yeah so by the way you can email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com and let us know what's creepier well <laughs> oh okay i think we tell us like tell us about your experiences i'm like i that's a bit no i don't want to know yeah about- yeah I was gonna say that. i'm like that's a bit <laughs> oh yeah yeah tell us tell us who you think's creepier yeah i'm actually curious though, cause I, I there's definitely debate there i feel like yeah, who's creepier? Especially if you, if you take away the fact of what um, daily later does. If you just say he's just creepily looking, what's right. creepier? Yeah. But we know that's creepier, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this moment, what's creepier? Yes. So when daily heads home after work, as many people do, do you head home after work? Not usually. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> so he goes home. And like Black Mirror always is, his home super futuristic, you know, mm-hmm. lights, cool door, whatever. And he sits down on his computer, has a mini fridge, takes a drink out of it. And at this point, when you had first seen it, did you notice that the lollipop named Tommy in it? Oh boy, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, it was a long time ago. Um, this came out in, what, 2017? I think I, yeah. I saw it in, like, 2018, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so we're going to go with you, Dent. I noticed the milk. I was like, this dude drinks a lot of milk. Milk? Surely, do you drink milk? Uh, no, I don't. Oh. I drink almond milk. But uh, but he's got, like, all kinds of various flavors of milk. I was like, wow, this guy's, like, into milk. Milk's pretty... I like milk a lot. Oh, well. Nobody's uh, perfect. Uh, like, you can do, like, you can have hot cocoa with it. It's chocolate milk. I used to love strawberry milk when I was younger. Don't like it as much anymore. My doctor once told me humans were not meant to suckle cows. I don't suckle cows. I just have <laughs> someone milk them and then I drink the milk. Yeah. I, I, however, I love cheese and ice cream. So Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> tell your doctor so many other things like pizza wasn't really supposed to be eaten by humans. 
Yeah. Not really bread, I feel like. <laughs> I would love if uh, some cave person up there stumbled upon a piece of bread laying there. Is it paleo? Ask, uh, yeah, question your doctor, like, hey, what what are you having for dinner? Pasta? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> what, what, marinara sauce? Don't find that in nature, do you? <laughs> uh, anyway, another... <laughs> That's actually a bit... Yeah, well, anyway. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you've you've taken it a step further than than was intended there. Definitely, def- definitely is, because you can, you can eat uh, tomato or whatever else is in marinara sauce. Yeah. Though, I don't know if you can eat just barley and wheat normally. Like, can you just munch on wheat? Uh, I mean, you'd have to, I think you'd have to, you know, at least shuck it somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Shuck it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. I assume you can eat. I mean, that's whole wheat, right? <laughs> Literally whole wheat, right? <laughs> but it's whole wheat. It's, it's still actually shocked. Actually, whole pieces of wheat. Yeah, I guess you probably eat wheat. Yeah, but it still needs to be shocked. Yeah, it's got to be shocked. <laughs> that's such a funny word. <laughs> I just like to keep saying it. Say, say what word? Uh, shocked. Oh yeah, Shuck is a whole lot of fun. I'm gonna see how many times I can work it into this podcast. What does Shuck even mean to do? Like, I understand shucking a piece of wheat, but like remove the husk and like outer inedible parts. So, so could I say like a snake shucks itself when it like gets rid of its dead skin? Shucks its skin. Uh, I don't know. I guess. I guess. I mean, you shuck an ear of corn. Mm-hmm. You know, so if if I'm like, do you ever sleep with like your blankets over your face? No. Okay. Well, anyway, now now that I know you're a crazy person, that's dangerous, man. How's that dangerous? You'd suffocate. Nah, it's all warm and toasty. <laughs> the light don't get to come in. You're not getting enough oxygen. Yeah. What? It's not like I. I don't think I'm gonna die from having the blanket over my face uh, it depends on how heavy your blankets are okay well i'm not why well, i've done it this far i've yet to I'll, I'll keep that in mind though if i ever get like a piece of plastic blanket. <laughs> okay, there you go but like if i'm if i'm in my blanket and i i come out have i shocked myself i don't know <laughs> i guess a lot, I, I gotta learn about this word shocked anyway you can know how to use it better we get daily comes home futuristic and grabs his milk hops on his hops in the game you know puts a little thing on his temple and you know he, he's going over there and he wants them to find i can't remember his name now all of a sudden val duck well, yeah there you go i want to say van duck but that's not it okay val duck and uh you know they, they're like oh we haven't found him yet and we haven't found val duck and so daily's already in a bad mood from today Right, he's in a bad mood from what Walton kind of did, and so when Walton breaks this news, he just gets so angry, grabs him by the literal throat, yep. and then just kind of starts roasting him, calling him pathetic. Uh, the rest of the crewmates, you know, they just look very uncomfortable, and he's just like, "You have to find Valdek," and then he puts down Walton, demands his uh, vanilla latte, skim milk from Packer, and uh, uses Walton as a footstool. No. <laughs> he then exits the game. 
but you know this this is a really great way to introduce that there's something not right about daily oh yes certainly you can feel it kiss both of the females on in in the cabin in the first scene definitely is a hint and maybe you're thinking about it when this happens it's like oh my god like he, he goes into this world to take out his frustrations on the guy who he is too gutless to take out his frustrations on in real life yeah he, he uh, th- this is a step further and it is like the step further oh yeah yeah just actual violence and i i did not at this point put together that everybody in there had wronged him in some way do you know what i mean yeah i, yeah, I, I, see I thought mean. this was just his own personal way to uh banter or display dominance to I, I would disagree that everyone's wrong how did kabir wrong him oh he says it later doesn't he oh you're right he does say it at some yeah. point because they, they start all, talking about it they all say it, and some of them are just so minor it is oh yeah. i can't remember what kabir yeah. says kabir and, and packer are so minor they are so minor i can't remember what it is <laughs> i just kind of assume because they talk about how there's more people in this world right Mm-hmm. They just haven't listened, and now they've made monsters all over the place. And there's Valda, yeah, for Mark example. Him. Yeah, Julian. <laughs> so I, I wonder how many people there are. There are like I wonder uh, the pizza delivery guy. Does he? You know, does he? Oh, type some DNA well, from him if he's rude. Who knows? Maybe. Possibly. It, have you ever seen someone use someone as a footstool before? No. Okay. If I was if I was a super rich person, I would pay someone full time to be my walking footstool. <laughs> but I'd pay them handsomely. Like they would be eager to come to their job every day. What are, that, what are the hours? What are the hours? I have typical work hours, forty hours a week. Well, how handsomely are you paying? Hundred grand. Hundred grand a year. To be your footstool? Yeah. Do no get... benefits, though. No benefits. I was just going to ask, do I get dental? No. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Dental's the way you try. Okay. Why? You want dental that badly? Well, I want all the benefits. I want okay. all the health insurance. Let I mean, get I... 100 grand. I understand, I understand you want benefits. But, like, okay, fine. I'll pay you 80 grand. I'll give you dental. But, mm, it's okay. Like, eh, you, insurance is there. No. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. I mean, I'm assuming I'm going to, there are some, you know, adverse health effects to being on your hands and knees all day. No, listen, I'm not sitting all day either. It's just, it's just when I need a footstool. Oh. You know what I mean? You're, you're just kind of hanging out. Maybe you're working out, getting ready to, you my foot, I don't think it's a really taxing job, but you're just, you're just nearby at a moment's stone instead. If I need a footstool, you come over. You're my footstool. I don't know. What do you do for a living? You're one of three. Nothing. I'm a billionaire. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that. Nope. <laughs> you, you sit too much if you do nothing. <laughs> if you told me you were like a professional athlete or something, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, I'm a professional athlete that loves to use his footstool. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> 
because you're 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 not going to be sitting nearly as much as independently wealthy billionaire. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Wait. What? I'm just curious now. Hundred grand. Like great benefits, government level benefits. Okay. You take it. And you're independently wealthy. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Nope. About it. You conversate with me though. Well, which is great. That's awesome. I I do that anyway though. <laughs> and I have my own school when I do that. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. We are two different places in life, Mister Sox. I would, I would have taken it at like half the price without the benefit. <laughs> like, oh, oh man! I'm like, wow, really easy money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's easy money if you're a professional athlete or something like that, where you're nah, a... even, even then, just holding up some feet. No, you're wrong about this, Kurt. Just holding up some feet. I, I pick up my feet one foot after the other. I feel like you pick up two more. Okay. Fair enough. So, which when you put on, I never thought we'd spend so much time on this this little bit of this scene. Yeah. Oh, why? Oh, yeah. Forgot what part of the scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a footstool. Yeah. Huh, funny. <laughs> uh, well, we, you know what we see? We see Nanette at work, and uh, yeah. daily looking at her from from his office creepily, and Walton is talking to her. So, all the all the creepiness oh. comes out. And uh, Kabir comes in to break the news that the new ETA for the update is Christmas Eve, which, mm. you know, uh, yeah, is a bit confused on, but Kabir's like, but you, you okayed this. Ah, okay, well, <clears throat> whatever. And Annette comes in to offer Daly some coffee. Maybe you were right. I'm sorry, I think you might be right. Because I think I mistook Packer getting him coffee the first time as Nanette. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. So, Nanette comes in. And uh, offers Daly, you know, some coffee. Cause she's getting some anyway. And Daly wants vanilla latte with skim milk. I have a question about how you feel about this constant bringing up a vanilla latte with skim milk. Uh, I, I, I hadn't really thought about it. Why? Well, are, are you upset that they had set this principle so much of he likes vanilla latte with skim milk? Like three well, times we've heard it now. Well, they're setting up Packer's reason for being in the game. Fair enough. That's, okay, that's, that, <laughs> that's the whole reason for it. I didn't think about it that way, yeah. Okay, that's that's really clever then. I, I do appreciate that. Yeah. Ah, so good. Then Annette gets the coffee, and we hear Shana. Shania. Yeah, Shania, okay. Shania uh, gets off her phone call, and she's buying Annette, and she starts conversating with Shania about, you know, oh, how's working here? We learned that's old workplace was toxic. We don't really hear much on it past that. I was, you know, they never really went too much into it. But about her old workplace? Yeah, we just know it's a yeah. toxic place. Yeah, it doesn't turn out to be important. Yeah, I, I thought when I first seen it, like this would be like okay, maybe this plays into some role. Nope, not at all. Uh, when Annette brings up a boss, Shania immediately says, "Oh, yes, yes." Uh, uh, Walton. Yeah, he's he's a pretty good guy, but you know creepy <laughs> you know he's a little creepy and she, she, she just call him creepy i think what's he said she says basically he'll like breed with anything okay there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. he says basically he'll breed with anything and uh 
And then that's like, well, aren't there two bosses? And Sinead's like, ah, you know, well, technically, but yeah. It's only really, you know, is what it is. And then that goes on about, you know, oh, daily has a great code. It, you know, it, back to fangirling. And we then get to discover that daily's listening in on this. Right? Yep. Sneaky beaky like. Sneaky beaky. Wow. That's like timey wimey. Well, that's I didn't make that up. That that is actually is, you know. Sneaky beaky's the thing? That well it's it's the thing I heard in the video game. Okay. I just say now. Sneaky beaky like, yeah. Timey okay. wimey. Where's timey wimey from? I know why I said that. Uh timey wimey is an expression used by another podcaster that I listen to. Oh, okay. Oh uh, yes, I remember now. You yeah. that's because you don't like timey wimey stuff. I don't like timey wimey stuff. Of course. Kurt, though, I have to... Well, I'll talk about it on the Lost Podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know what I was about to say just there... Don't forget, because you really, you really sprung out there. You should listen to the Lost Podcast. You really just... You're like a, you're like a jack-in-the-box right there. You really popped out, but then you went right back in. It's about timey-wimey. I, yeah, I imagine. Okay, well, I, I hope you don't forget. I'm very eager to hear. I hope the listeners don't forget to tune into it. But yeah, you better watch the Lost Podcast. Uh, and then that this question on whether you know, do, do do you actually like Daily? You like it, like him? And then that's like, no, 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 no. It just the code, right? Not purely platonic, right? Nothing. I don't actually like. He's, he's, I respect what he's done. And then that gets the advice of you know, be careful, but starey, which we've already seen. And, that, you know, I've never heard this adjective before, though. It's kind of funny. Well, keep a wide berth or just... No, starey. Starey. <laughs> he's, he's a bit starey. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta invent words if you want people to start using them. Just now. I guess so. What are you going to be remembered for? I, I don't know. I'm not going to be the one remembering it. Exactly. <laughs> I hope starey sticks around. Uh, but, um, uh, Nanette then goes and delivers the coffee to Daly, and we see her drinking hers. And this is, so, did you could you tell when you first watched the show that he was going to take her DNA? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I had no idea how he got. I thought he just wrote code to get them in there. I didn't realize he was actually taking DNA. Um, I I assumed he would, he was going to take DNA. I assumed it was DNA since they were so wow. alike because you can't you can't like i mean that's some hard code to write like how are you gonna write code to emulate someone uh i would have to defer to you on that i have no idea i mean if someone figures that out though they're gonna like <laughs> i'd be super innovative you could perfectly emulate someone just by writing some code that that's way too much code to write okay well hey you know what i'll i'll, I'll yield to your judgment because <laughs> you write code and i don't Fair enough. <laughs> so once everyone leaves, so I, I kind of predicted that you know he'd be going for a DNA, and that he did. He gets a glove, Ziploc bag, goes over, wipes, uh, and that's well, takes the lid that she drank from, takes it home, and uh, swat takes some of the DNA and puts it into a petri dish, keeps the lid in his little mini fridge, and puts his uh DNA petri dish into a scanner, which will take sixteen hours for it to complete. Mm. So at this point, oh, go on. did you did you uh, notice the Tommy Pop? Yes. The, oh, you did. Okay. So so you're probably 
thinking DNA anyway because of that. Yeah, I didn't know it's a Tommy Pot. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. So right. yeah, sixteen hours to complete. Sixteen hours and it was just Dad just goes on with his life, goes to work. Uh see Walton come in pretty angry about the uh delayed update yeah, for Christmas Eve. You know, it's not okay. Uh they not okay. But then we wake up with well, no, we don't wake up, but Nanette wakes up on the USS Callister. Hmm. So this this is the first thing here. What do you think of the ethics of doing something like this are? If we have capability to do it, should we do it? No. <laughs> well, why not? I'm going to be devil's advocate here against you. Why I, not? I assume that you also believe that we should not do it. Ah, I might not be as... I might not be as kind as you are. Really? Putting a, Yeah. In fact, I'd be cool with someone uploading my consciousness onto a computer. Your consciousness? That, I mean, that, that's, that's... I'm still here. But but you have very little control over anything in that environment. But that's not me. I mean, it's a copy of me, but I'm me. Okay, so... You've you've made this argument with me before about teleportation. Oh yeah. Do you want to state? Yeah, I mean this is a, this is a widely held, uh, not widely held, but people, this is an argument that is known. Um, and in fact, Star Trek is kind of the reason why people start arguing about this because of their, the way they do teleporting. So it's actually perfect. So yes. Uh, we've seen Annette soon here. She teleports, and when in Star Trek, when people teleport, they just kind of. Uh, disintegrate and then they come back to uh, as a teleporter or vice versa they teleport they disintegrate and then they come back to wherever they're supposed to teleport but unless you're breaking the speed of light right or or not even that if you're making those particles the, the only way you could get that fast right going at the speed of light would be you're breaking them apart which is literally what's happening and then you're resembling them there if you're using new like molecules and atoms is that still you you know what I mean? Like, if if they've taken you apart and they've put you back together, but with different things, but your thoughts are all the same, is that you? Well, hold on. D- different things. Well, this is the question. I don't know if the molecules are the same, if they're literally taking the molecules and bringing them over to the transport location. Well, let's assume for the moment that they are. They are. Okay. Okay. Because I, I think it's... I think if you if you're gonna argue that it's not the same in this situation, then you're definitely gonna argue that it's not the same. Surely, uh, yeah, the other way. So, is that still you? Your I would con- say your consciousness exists there, right? I would say it's still you, but there's an argument for it isn't, and this is a really particular argument. <laughs> well, you've you've made this argument about the raft and lost too. The raft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I brought Theseus' ship? Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, for those that don't know, Theseus' ship is a, it's a, like a hypo, uh, a bit of a paradoxical thinking. It, it's, you have a ship, it's like an old-timey ship, whatever, and every, we'll say every year you swap out, you know, uh, 5% of the boards on it, okay, for new ones. So after 20 years, you've swapped out every board on your ship. But you've kept all your old boards. You know what? You rebuild all those boards and put them exactly as they were 
as they originally were. Which is the ship of Theseus? You're the one that has all the newer ones, or the one that you took with all the old boards and put together? You know, what is the ship of Theseus in this case? Right, exactly. So, so now that's a little bit different because you still have all of the old parts and you've made something different. Actually, that is pretty much exactly what we have here, isn't it? Uh, it depends how depends how they're doing the teleporting. Like if they're actually moving all the molecules. I'm, there. I'm not talking about the teleporting. I'm talking about Robert Daly's virtual. Oh yes, oh yeah. yes, that's what I mean. Yes, that's yeah. a. It, it is, but not quite, because it's not like we're taking the net in the real world, taking her apart with new parts and taking her old parts and putting them in. We're leaving the net exactly as she is, and it's like a Vusala ship of Theseus and built a new ship of Theseus. Mm-hmm. out of wood and said okay this is ship of theseus as well okay yeah we leave her we leave her as is we don't actually yeah. influence okay. her at all i gotcha yeah you know I, sh- I should also mention that this features quite heavily this this concept of consciousness in other black mirror episodes as well uh i'm thinking most recently it happened in season five the Miley Cyrus episode, which is called uh, Rachel, Jack, and Ashley too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you, have you seen that one or I not? I have seen that one. Oh, you have? Yes. Okay. I'm, so, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what happens at it. Well, they, I remember she's uh, they keep her unconscious, right? Because they're trying to... Yep. Yeah, because they put her inside her mind, inside the like Miley Cyrus AI, whatever her name is in that universe, but Ashley. Ashley, okay, there you go. Ash, the AI. Yeah, so they, they make these Ashley 2 dolls, right? And they upload her consciousness into them. Uh-huh. Right. But that's... I think they do that before she's in the coma, though. I can't remember, yeah. I think she disagreed. but Regardless. Like, there's this consciousness in here. Uh, wasn't there... There's another episode. Oh, it was the Black Museum, right? Where they put the woman's consciousness into the into the man's brain. I can barely remember Black Museum. Okay, and then they they transferred it over to like a teddy bear. So she was like, her consciousness was inside a teddy bear. I I, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> So, my point is that they are they do use this theme quite commonly. This idea of where where do I end if my consciousness is someplace else? It, it, it's like what are you? There's well, a there's an argument to be had that every time you go to sleep, you kind of cease to exist. Really. Yes, and I'll, I mean, I don't agree with the argument, but it goes like this. If you are your consciousness, right, just this, like, electrical signals in your brain, and that's, like, what makes you you, right? Because if they stop, then you, you are not you. That's how the, the logic in this goes. So when you're sleeping, you're not, um, you're subconscious, right? Like, you, you might dream and stuff, but you're not actually conscious, right? Like, there's something, you, you, you miss things that happen around you. So when you wake up, that's a new consciousness. And so the old consciousness is gone, but you have all the memories of that old consciousness. Huh. So you think it's, you think you're that, 
Because there's like the argument saying you can't prove the whole world poofed into existence like a week ago and all our memories are just implanted into us. And there you go, right? Like you can't actually disprove that. Oh my god. Right? That's like you can't technically disprove it, but we're just going to live life assuming that's not true because that's too hard to, you know, fathom. Oh man. But so there's an argument to be had that every time you sleep, you cease to exist. Huh. And then a new yeah. being awakes, and it thinks it's you. Interesting. Not, I shouldn't say new being, but like a new consciousness awakes, and it's like, well, I'm Mr. Sal. I've all my memories as Mr. Sal. Let me go on about my day. And then you go to sleep, and then that consciousness ceases to exist. A new one, you know, new consciousness. I, I don't go with that, right? I think that's getting a bit too particular. I'm like, no, I don't think I die every time I go to sleep, but... <laughs> I agree. But it's an interesting thought point of, okay. So the, the question here is, okay, I think Daly knows that these are sentient beings. Surely, yeah. He knows that they exhibit that they feel emotion. Right. Well, I think that if they didn't, he wouldn't get so much utility out of making them. You're right. They totally feel emotion. Yeah, I mean, he could write the code to create these these things, but they wouldn't have the emotion if he did that. They they wouldn't have that reaction of or the. Uh, I mean, they might have. Memories. Do you want to get? Do you want to get my complaint for this episode that I'm surprised you have not found out yet? Okay. Okay. Here's a complaint of mine. How? How in the world? This this is this is a callback to Assassin's Creed actually. Is they do this and it it's just kind of okay, jungled up to it. How does this how does Nanette in this world have the memories that real life Nanette does? How does she have the memories? Well they all do, don't they? Yeah, how do they have the memories? It's just DNA, but your D, does your DNA hold your memories? I thought it was like in your brain. Oh that's a that's a good point. I, I, that, 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 I was like, that's a glaring issue to me. I'm like, how? How do they have the memories? Well, okay. I guess. But I'll, I'll suspend belief that, you know what, yeah, maybe I DNA think, holds memories, and we'll just go with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean how, <laughs> how does he upload DNA into a guy? There, there's a lot. I can see how you could upload DNA to a computer, right? We have ways to map, like, that. I mean, the machine is, like, feasible to me of, like, how you can maybe, you know. If scientists came out, like, hey, we have a DNA a machine that reads DNA, and we can like input that into a computer and get something fine. But I don't think there's memories in DNA. Period. So I'm like, like hmm. that is that's a step too far to be. It's like I I don't think that's like physically how it works. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's a little beyond my my scope of understanding of this technology so i'm not i mean i'm willing to give oh, it fair a- enough yeah well this is technology yeah fair enough. i was thinking the biology sense like your memories yeah. aren't in your dna no you're right and yeah i'm willing to give it a pass on that like that that's not gonna hang me up on this episode because i i think that's the premise you have to accept that premise if if you don't accept the premise that they have their previous memories then nothing seems even really that off about this world well that's another question to me though right what if they came into this world no memories well they wouldn't have any frame of reference they wouldn't know that what was happening to them was wrong 
Yeah, if, if, if he put them in this world, and he gave them memories, and they were fully fine with what was happening to them. Hmm. In fact, they enjoyed it. Well, I'm going to go that far to say. I don't know. <laughs> See? I, mean, I feel there's, there's a lot of gray area in this, and I wonder if we'll ever hit this gray area in real life. Like, right. Well, there's a lot of gray area in this, but like that's that's not what's being covered here. What's being covered not. is they have their memories, uh, which clearly makes this wrong. And the fact that he knows that he he knows that they can emote and he knows that he's heard that he can actually, you know, damage them, hurt them. Uh, I think that that makes it that's what makes it wrong. Like if, if you write the code. For you mentioned earlier, I think before we even no, you, you mentioned NPCs in, in this episode, right? Yeah, yeah, non playable okay. character. Yeah. Like, if if I'm playing a game and I you know shoot an NPC, I if they are sentient, I am completely unaware of it. Yeah. Okay. Which makes it completely okay. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 yeah, I'm you. <laughs> but but he knows that these people are sentient he knows that they have their previous memories he knows they can make new ones he knows that they can they can emote and feel pain and uh, not just physical pain but also emotional pain and he still does this anyway that that's i think the bridge that he has crossed that there's no coming back from certainly that this is this this is sick Right, it's very it's disturbing to watch. Is it illegal? Oh, is it illegal? I don't know about the laws of their. They're they're probably well, then. Let's say you are Supreme Chancellor, President Mister Sal. Mm-hmm. You've been you've been in leadership for now some time. You've lost track of time. You've been a leader for either you're just bad with time or you've been a leader for so long, and this technology arises. And people are doing this. No, not illegal. No. Oh no, it's it, it's illegal if I have control over it. Oh, okay. You said no. I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's like not illegal. I meant no, it's not legal. No. Okay. You're like no, no, yeah. no. That's not allowed. I I, I, pro- I would prohibit this if it was my in, within my power to do. No, so. and I would agree. I would prohibit it too. But what severity would you lay this as? As you're not you're not you're not hurting the real life person. In fact, they're not affecting them at all in real life. Mm-hmm. But you're just taking their DNA, not even in a painful way per se, like, you know, in this case, literally swiping a lid from the garbage and putting them and doing whatever, whether it be like torturous or whatever. Uh, we'll say like torturous things like he does to them here. Mm-hmm. How severe is that? Is, is that worse than a murderer? I wouldn't say so. But I think that's just a fine worthy. Do you put them in jail? How how bad is this? I okay. don't know. So there has to be a component that prevents them from doing it, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't just find them because they can still do it if you find them. You can't just revoke a you know a license or anything like that. You know, I I think there I think there has to be prison associated with this. Fair enough. Yeah, I. I don't know how you solve this in a criminal sense either, though. This is a very, this is a very gray area crime, in terms mm-hmm. of how do you, how do you curb it? Because then it comes to me of 
do I want to start locking people up? Because when I think of like my first instinct is to lock them up, but then when I think about it from like a outside perspective of I'm locking someone up, not because of anything they did in the physical world, world, and they didn't hurt any real people, but because of what they made digitally, and digitally they didn't hurt anyone. Making it did not hurt anyone, right? Well, it, unless you count the sentient beings that are within the game. That's what I'm saying. But, but there's an argument to be had for the emotional distress it can cause upon people that are in it. Right. So that that is ah, there's so, there's there's so much gray area with this. Yeah, this it's it's definitely tough. I mean, it's it's definitely tough. I I tend to come down harder on it, I think, than probably most people would. No like, no DNA in computers together. Not allowed. Yeah, I mean I, I, I would. I I would I would outlaw that for sure. But I want I wanna be in the I wanna like I wanna be like a hundred years in the future. And Kurt's been long since gone. Like uh Elder Kurt he's gone. Let's talk to him on the computer and I'm like, oh hey guys. What's going on? <laughs> And they're like, oh hi. Nah, we don't we don't like fifty year old copy Kurt. Let's go back to like thirty year old Kurt and then they go like oh hey guys. Imagine imagine that imagine getting a conscious of yourself copied right now, Mr. Sal, and then talking to him in twenty years, going like, Hey. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting point. I, and it brings two things to mind. First of all Imagine the knowledge. What? Imagine the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but first of all, I wonder what Daly would say if if you said uh, we're gonna take some of your DNA and put you in this virtual simulator where Walton is in charge. That's a very good point. Would he yeah. care, or would he be like, no? Right. That's what I. That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> like, that's a very good point. Yeah, I I feel like Daly wouldn't care as long as you like. I mean. He, okay, he might care in a spiteful sense of like I don't like Walt. I don't want him to have that pleasure. It brings him pleasure, right? So he's like, I don't want Walt to have that pleasure. But he knows that he's going to be tortured in that universe. Yeah, no, but I, I'm just saying, assuming even if we assume he doesn't care about that, he might just say no on the fact he doesn't Walt want Walt, the person he dislikes, to you know, probably even hates the person he hates to like be able to have fun. Does that make sense? uh yeah yes so so i, I but yeah okay if, if you give him a minor downside like hey give you know give up your dna to walt so he can torture your like online copy otherwise i don't know we'll tell him i don't know i i can't think of a small one but yeah i don't think he would actually care that much even or if though he found out if he found out walt had been doing that to him i don't think he'd care okay even though he knows that he knows the pain that can be caused to him because so, I, I let's say it's not Walton. It's just, you know, some guy's going to torture okay. the way that he teaches, he tortures his uh, characters, whatever they are. I think based on the way, just the way he acts, I think he's a bit like psychopathic, right? Sociopathic. Mm -hmm. And he, he'll think of a very pragmatic sense of, okay, it's not hurting me. I don't care. Not hurting me. Better, better that replica of me than the actual me. But 
Okay. Yeah. All right. I listen, I wouldn't want someone to do that. So I think most people don't want that happening to them. Right. Right. But I don't think I don't think he would care. I so, think some people wouldn't care. So let me ask you this question. This and this is maybe less pertinent to what we're talking about, but still is pertinent. I think. Um, my son asks me all the time. You know, if you could have, he's he's obsessed with Mario right now, like you know, Super Mario Brothers, right? Yeah. So he says, if you could have one of Mario's powers, <laughs> what would it be? He always he always says this to me, and I always tell him the same thing. And I always say, I <laughs> I want the regeneration or the safe safe game feature. You know, one of those, one of those that allows you to never die. <laughs> Not even what he means though when he says a Mario feature. Like, doesn't he mean a no, power up? No, it's not. It's not what he means. He, why? Why are you doing that to him? Because I'm trying to give him some perspective that the most amazing thing about Mario is that you can bring him back to life. Like, I'm trying to give him some perspective that when if you fall off of a cliff into an infinite abyss, you're dead. <laughs> and it's the most amazing thing about Mario is that he's not. Oh, I want to! I want to jump. That guy's got a really good vertical. So. <laughs> All right. So, so I, I always say that to him. But if that if that was the case, and I came back, is it still me? That yep. Mm-hmm. That's another real point. If if they had a way, I don't know how they would go about that. But if I would say that's not you. If they somehow brought you back, mm-hmm. but the real the the ship at the, the original you is gone for whatever reason, that's not you. Yeah, exactly. It's probably not. Because because if the old you never left, then it's just a clone of you. So I think the logic must follow. Then okay, just because original you is gone doesn't mean clone you gets to take the mantle of original now. He's like, well, now that now that that one's out of the way. <laughs> well, why not though? Yeah, because it's not original. But it's got all my memories. But he's not original. He's a clone. You can have all your memories. He's just a clone, though. What's the difference between that clone and me? You came first. But I'm gone now. Doesn't matter. You came first. If we made a clone of Albert Einstein, he's not the original. He's a clone. But it's not Albert Einstein. It's a clone of Albert Einstein. He can go by Einstein. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. That is not. That is not Albert Einstein. The clone of Albert Einstein. Okay. All very, right. Very particular there. Clone of Albert Einstein. Not Albert Einstein. No, okay. I would call him Albert Einstein to make him so happy. What, so what was the original question? The original question was, is is this, should this, should this be done? Or should he be doing this? Should, I can't remember what the original question was. Should this be allowed? Or should yeah. this be illegal? Well, uh, that definitely came up later, but the original question wasn't that. The original question was was more specific to to uh, daily. Oh, okay. But I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I can't remember. I, can't remember. <laughs> I think we've somewhere in there we've addressed it. it it's been addressed. If it hasn't, I'm sure you can assume what we think on <laughs> at this point. Well, but you you said that you aren't as down on this as i am i think like i said i'm would you be cool with uploading a consciousness of people onto like some cloud right that, that and i said no and i would be there, there's some discrepancy there hmm. <laughs> hmm. 
Ah, the villager from Minecraft, I see. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Observant I am, yes. Yes. Uh, well, I'm trying to see where my gray line is. Like, yeah, okay. Listen, I don't be. I don't want because I don't. I don't lose sleep because of this. Because if listen, I don't. I w- wouldn't want them to torture the 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 clone of me, right? Like if they said, oh, by the way, we're gonna torture the clone of you. I'd be like, no, no, you're not gonna. Now then, right? But if it's for what I believe to be good terms, right, or nothing bad's gonna happen, you clone me purposefully. Well, it's not going to hurt me at all. And even if something bad is happening to him, it didn't happen to me. Hmm. It happened to him. It's like a completely different person, but they're not right. a person. All right. So then, so then don't, don't you feel a moral obligation to not do that? No. Like I said, I, I feel the moral obligation if I know something bad's going to happen to him. It's like, if they say, hey, we want to, we want to, we want a copy of you. I will store it, and then any any anyone you give access to, like your loved ones, yourself, uh, can talk to the consciousness that is you, right? You can talk to him, and you know people can interact with him. He can interact with people on his own, right? I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I'll hmm. I'll take that, right? He'll 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 be there forever, right? I'm like, sure. I will. Oh, as far as as long as you know, longer than me, right? I'm like, sure. I'm down for that. Okay. And it, but if they do end up some, doing something, like someone starts to torture him or like do something in that sense, I won't lose sleep in fear of that. In the same way, you might lose, like you might, you you you're probably more worried about your children than I would ever be of this clone of me because you know you want your children to be okay. I'm not as vested interest in hoping he's okay because he's, I guess, not real, right? He's not me. But you... he's he's an, and in fact he'd be an adult. That I'd be like, he can take care of himself, right? Boy, I don't know, man. I, 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 I feel like I would definitely lose sleep over this. This is like, you know, you you condemned this sentient being to a life of at best imprisonment and at worst torture. Well, see, now this is the thing. Oh, I'll get more particular. And if they said, like, listen, we can put virtual Kurt, right? He can talk to all the other virtual people. Okay, this conversation people and to him it's like heaven because he's my brain that it's like it's your own personalized heaven even good for virtual Kurt I'll I'll throw him in there. Then would you say no? Uh... It's like I'm I'm giving you the exact opposite of what you're saying, right? It, it would be personalized heaven. Sure, there's the risk something bad can happen to him, but oh man. But it's the risk of something bad. It... I I'd, I'd probably still say no because because of that. Is that risk? I, no, I don't want to say because of the risk. Because I mean, because then uh, why would people have kids? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's how I was going to go down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not because of the risk, but I still think. Oh man, uh, it, it's still an, it's still a prison. Even, okay. Oh, okay. Well, is it, uh, even I don't want to get into it. No. Is, is our life prison? Like, what is? Is our? I. I mean. What? What if they? No. I. No. Okay. I don't, okay. So, fine. Here. Here's. The, here's the last. Like situation I'll outline. Then right. It's virtual Kurt, 
and he's placed in a virtual world with all the other virtual people, and he can live his life however he wants. The only difference being is that we can talk to him. Uh, if he also wishes to talk to, he has to want to also interface. We're not forcing him to interface with us. We can call him in a similar way of calling someone on the phone. But he can live years beyond me. But we have the ability to just pull the plug on that whenever we want. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't like that. I, I, th- I think that. I think that's still a prison, even if you don't know it's prison. If, even if it's a really nice prison, like I, I think it's still a prison. I think you're giving me a bet. Okay, I would be okay with being in a prison. Okay. I, hmm. I mean, it's 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 like the Matrix kind it, of. It, it it is a lot more like the Matrix. Okay. You know, it's, it's do you want to take the red pill and or the blue pill, and and do you want to do you want knowledge of your circumstances, or do you want to live in blissful ignorance? Mm-hmm. Except they don't have that choice. We're forcing them to live in blissful ignorance. No, 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 no. He knows. I can talk to him. He, uh, he knows where he is. That's true. Do th- okay. Do they age? Do they die? Do they get sick? Mm. Because it doesn't seem like these people do. No, I'm gonna go with no. He doesn't age or die or get sick. Okay, so that's forever. He's that's the other. Forever. That's the other part of this that that makes me very uncomfortable. Wait, what? What if I gave him the option to be deleted if he wanted to be? It's like okay. Almost like a suicide. This kid, this no, like uh, if if my only way out of this earth was suicide, I would feel like it's a prison. Yeah. Huh. So, like these people that Daily has created in here, they don't age, they don't die, they can't even take a dump. Yeah, they can't get the pleasure of a dump. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so like that. That makes it a prison, regardless. Like that, there's there's no way this can possibly be. Th- th- I agree that this is a prison, but yeah, I don't. I feel like you're you're expanding the word prison a lot. Your children, do they live in a prison? I hope not. Are they allowed to leave? Uh, <laughs> to to leave the house without not without us, no. Okay. But, but if they want to do anything in terms of like, you know, besides their own like little small decision making, you guys have to okay it. You and your wife, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting prisoners you have there. Well, there are also nine and five. Like sorry, sorry they're warden. Sorry there. <laughs> you know, when they get to be, you know, Teenagers, they'll have. Oh, so now freedom. you're trying to pick arbitrary times where they get their freedom. Okay. But that's that's not what this is. These so. he's not picking arbitrary arbitrary times where they get. That's forever. It they is. Don't <laughs> get their freedoms. They don't age. They don't die. Like they're stuck in this. Okay, fine. Forever. Then I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. Same exact thing. We you will be deleted. Five thousand years. Five thousand years is like. That's so long. <laughs> Plus, okay, so that so that's another another argument that in another discussion of expiration date, like, do you tell some like, do you find if you can find out your expiration date, do you do it? I've I've already said yes, of course. You do it because because I know I'm in I kind of know I'm invincible until then. 
But you're not. Death. I know, I know, I know, I know I'm... Oh, wait, wait, are you saying, are you saying where I naturally die? Yes. Oh, so I can still die before then? Yeah, like this... Uh. It, like, all else equal, you live a normal, healthy life, this is your expiration date. Yeah, I still want to know. You There's do- a lot of reasons to know, yeah. Because then I, I know when to live life at its fullest, right? Like, I can perfectly save then for retirement. But But you can't. Because, yeah, okay, okay. I know, I know, okay, some people might live to, like, 115, right? Let's say I get my expiration date, comes back at, like, 75, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I know the the last, the, the, the end of the line for me is 75. So if I just prepare for that, I'm set. I don't gotta, like, worry about living 280, right? Or to 76. Okay. And... And yeah. I understand I might die sooner. But, right. uh, I, I I can retire, but the flip side of that point is, so uh, your insurance company is going to double your premiums because they know you're only going to live to seventy five and not. Oh oh wait wait I didn't know other people know when I die. It's pu- it's public information. Oh it's public information. Okay well now now this is this well, no is I okay if if you know it then everyone, everyone has that. access to it. Okay I got you. Okay. You can keep it sealed. Yeah I see what you mean. Like I I had to get it through some company and they sold my data. Okay. Right, exactly. But that's a, that's a, that's another discussion. We don't have to have that discussion today. But the, my point is that these these beings that he has brought into existence have no expiration date. They are completely at his mercy. He decides if they get deleted or if they die. They don't have any control over that. They 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 cannot derive any pleasure from anything. And I, I completely agree. Th- really these wrong. are prisoners. This is this, yeah. I completely agree with you here. Yeah. But if I if I gave like nice great world for virtual Kurt thousand year expiration date. Five thousand, I think I said before. Five thousand year expiration date. Mm-hmm. Is that is that is that evil? Is that is that cruel? I mean I think so, yeah. Okay. I did five thousand years is a long time. I, I, I think a lot of people think that the mortality, I mean, I, I, I understand it, that the mortality of humans is part of life, right? Yeah. People come, people go, and that's the way life is. And I agree, people come, people go. But I don't think there should be a set, like, if, if suddenly there's a pill, you could take it. You'll live naturally now. It, uh, it qui- no, yeah, it quintuples the years you'll live. Right? Mm-hmm. From 80 to 400. Yeah, okay. Would you take that pill? No. I would. Well, Assume, obviously, assuming I don't, like, turn, get really old, and I start having, like, a bunch of, you know, physical problems that, like, really detriment my quality of life for, like, the next 300 years. You almost certainly will. Well, I, I, I'm seeing this hypothetical. That doesn't happen. Like, if, if, it, oh. if they, like, slow de- the age of, like, slow down aging to the point where, like, your twenties is five times longer. But, but like, like stretched your life didn't just yeah. extend it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, stretches. Okay. Hmm. No, I still wouldn't do it. I mean, heartbeat. Unless... I do that. Heartbeat. Really? Heartbeat. I do that, Mister Sal. Okay. Is everyone doing it, or is it just no? You? It's just your choice. It's your choice if you want to do it. No, but like, is this? Does everyone have this choice, or just? Uh, I see what you mean. Just me. Oh, just, there's just no you. way. There's no chance. No, you're going to watch everybody that you care about die multiple times over and over multiple generations. Yeah. 
you're gonna you i mean just to think about the last 400 years listen you go, I... from, you go you'd go from you know colonies in america to uh, having a reality star as a president <laughs> Re- reality television yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I'd, I'd be hit with the times i'd be last of what happened mr Shell, but I... well you here's go... the inverse of this here's the inverse of this would you rather die than have to grieve more I feel like that's the inverse then, right? No, I'd rather die. And so I'd rather grieve more. Wow. Wow. That's I right. That's, that's a personal choice, I guess. Oh, that is a personal choice. We 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 go very opposites here in terms of that. I I think I agree that there should be some sort of end to human life at some point, right? If life goes on forever, it's kind of eh. I don't know. Maybe it might get rid of meaning in life. I'm not quite sure. But I think life can be a whole lot longer. Like, I don't know. And I think there's an argument to be had with like immortality. But anyway, that's we've got completely sidetracked. Well, only kind of. I think that I think that there's still some relevance here. Mm-hmm. But you know, again, because these people aren't going to die unless Daly says they die, and they're not going to drive pleasure unless Daly says they drive pleasure. Like that, this is not gray area to me. No, no, no. This is tor- This is torturous. The yeah. gray area to me is what do you do about it? D- about the outside. Really? Yeah, yeah, in terms of like legality stuff for just like this type of stuff of what exactly Daily does. And when I say that, I think you should do something, but to what extent? And oh, you talked about it. You think you should be arrested, serve jail time. I agree. How long? We'll leave that up. But... Yeah, I mean, the, and the only reason I say that is because you have to make sure that they don't have the opportunity to do this again mm-hmm. you can't just say like you take their equipment away i guess like but that they can just buy more like what's going to stop them from doing this again yep but you know I, the same thing could be said about you know let's take a murderer for example like you get convicted of murder let's take away your knife there you go. Yeah, they, they don't take away your knife or or your, <laughs> or your gun or they they don't fine you or don't or, you do that again? <laughs> yeah, they don't. Like they, they lock you up, and there's good reasons for that. Like so, so I, I do think that this needs to be a, a crime punishable by imprisonment. I want to ask you a question too. Like, do you? I, I mentioned earlier that one of the themes of Black Mirror is does the fu- punishment? I did it again. Does the punishment fit the crime? Do you think? that this Walton being the most extreme example, do you think that this punishment fits his crime? So this, this is, this is the part that I think you will, I think you're going to disagree with this. And that's that this doesn't punish Walt. You're that right. much. No, you're right. This is not a punishment for Walt at all. Cause Walt never finds out or anything. Walt is unbothered. This is a clone of Walt and this is hell for him. Mm. And he has done nothing to deserve it. That's okay. This is this is so. This I see as two different beings, right? The Walt who who does deserve something to happen to him, right? Some sort of justice, right? I, mm. I, I don't maybe not to this degree. I pro, I don't think to this degree. But he lives blissfully unaware, right? And keeps on his rampage, right? This yep. copy Walt suffers just nothing he did. He had he never made any of those choices. He was well. 
So I guess, I guess oh, there's an argument to me. Did he make those choices? Because it is just a straight copy of Vault. Right. So I guess, I guess, hmm, I didn't think of it that way. The ri- oh, I, I can say with certainty the original Vault was not punished at all. That. Right. So th- this copy Vault, though. So, I mean, this copy Vault has all original Vault's memories, which means that, yeah. you know, they had the... What's the original question again now? <laughs> the original question was, does the punishment fit the crime? Oh, yeah, does the punishment fit the crime? Uh, no. This is a punishment too severe. Yeah, this is way too severe. This is a pretty severe punishment of, like, indefinite torture. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, a really, really severe crime. What happens to these creations if, uh, if Daly dies in the real world, I wondered. I, I wondered why he left them on when he when he left. That's a good question why too. Why to turn off his computer and it'd be especially especially when he learned that there's some sort of like exploit when she first emails herself in the real life world. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? What the heck are you like? You know, there's an exploit now. Just <laughs> you just leave it be. Uh that's yeah, true. What happens then? They just kind of sit in the ship forever and wait for him to come back. Yeah, because I mean they they make it through at the end they make it through the whatever the thing is. To... Maybe he has a dead man switch. Hmm. Now I, I I bet you he has not put any thought into it because daily in in daily's mind these are all virtual like things They're yeah. not real doesn't matter right yeah can't truly feel because they don't have a a heart or uh, feelings aren't just a heart but they don't have a brain just lines of code. <laughs> running on my computer oh my god oh man well this has been a great discussion let's uh let's continue through the story unless you want to keep going no no, no let's go back yeah okay. uh, i can't remember her name now it's been too long nat natita <laughs> nanette nanette <laughs> i'm terrible with names it's oh. un- with an N in front of it. Nanetta. I, I, I used to do um, announcements in, when I was in middle school, and I was terrible with names. Uh, <laughs> I learned, though, if I just say it with confidence, only only some people know that I'm wrong. Not everyone. Right, yes. You just got to say it with confidence. I've lost that skill, though. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we were with Nanette. She wakes up on the USS Callister. She's scared, confused, and... I, I I'll kind of breeze through this because it's just a, she sees everyone at the deck, uh, uh, Walton's drinking, and to kind of break the news to her in chunks and bits as she goes on here, that you know, first of all that's confused to why they don't remember her right like oh you I I met you and they're like no you met us out there not in here, and they break the news to her Packer learns he's still an intern. <laughs> and Nanette realizes, like, these are people from the workplace. Starts, she really starts freaking out. Yeah. And Packer does not make it any better, by the way. She, he, he also asks her, like, what year it is out there. Oh, I know. <laughs> Walton's like, oh, am, am I thin out there? Am I, how, how am I looking? <laughs> am I looking good? And eventually they break her straight that she's in Infinity. And you know, we've talked about this at nauseum now for, like, half an hour. That... He's a clone from her DNA that uh, uh, Daly, not Daly, yeah, Daly took. Robert Daly. Yeah, Robert Daly. I, I combined his first name and his last name. I was going to say Rayleigh. 
not reality, it's daily. There you go. Right. So, uh, daily took, and this is, you know, so much to her, and she's, you know, can't, can't believe it. Oh my god, what a nightmare. I can't. Ah, uh, no, this is too, too rough. And then, of course, with impeccable timing, uh, daily comes. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, then that kind of just freaks out, runs into the ship, and one daily then teleports her back <laughs> and introduces her to the crew. By the by the way, I l- I like uh Jesse. I know his real name is Jesse. What's this actor's name? Jesse Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. There you go. He and he's in Breaking Bad as um creepy Todd. Toby. Yeah. Oh Todd. Oh Todd. Not Toby. Toby. Todd. Yes, he's Todd. Uh, where he basically plays a similar role in the sense that he's not as a he's not as much of a like a creepy stalker vibe, but just a creepy psychopathic, much more psychopathic vibe. Oh uh, yeah, but he's psychopathic here, psychopathic and Breaking Bad. Ed he plays that role very well. Todd is very good at just yeah. acting psychopathic. I haven't seen. Have you seen yet? There's a new Netflix movie called I'm Thinking of Leaving. No. No, I'm thinking of ending things. That's what it's called. I'm thinking of ending things. This sounds like a relationship. <laughs> it it is. It's a, it's about a relationship with Jesse Plemons. It's not Jesse Plemons, but he's the actor who plays the character. This is like a romance. It's like a horror. No, it's it's like a it's it's a Charlie Kaufman. I don't know if you are familiar with Charlie Kaufman's work, but he's he's one of my favorite uh, screenwriters. He wrote. Uh, being John Malkovich, he wrote Adaptation, he wrote uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, so, yeah, he, he's incredible. Uh, so it's it's kind of like, I, I think the premise is, Almost I mean, I, I don't want to go too deep into this, but Jesse Plumman's girlfriend uh, is being taken home to meet his parents, and she ends up discovering that she can see time all at once. Ah, timey wimey things. Okay. But yeah, but not um, <laughs> not not timey wimey so much. But that she doesn't go through time linearly. She's yeah. kind of outside of it, looking into it. She's almost in another dimension of time. Yeah, I guess. She looks at it. She hops around. Yeah. Well. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. She hops around. I saw a movie Arrival like that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, movie. Yeah. Pretty good. Nice. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard good things. But anyway, uh, Jesse Plummons is in it, which is the only reason I bring it up. And, and he looks very creepy in that one as well. I think he just does creepy. He's very good at creepy. Yeah, he's he's definitely typecast. I, I, I always wonder with actors that are like typecast. And especially, especially like the ones that are always villains, but in this case, like always being creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but does that ever make you feel bad? Like, oh, a creepy one. <laughs> Yeah, but he's so good at creepy that he's not creepy to me when he's not acting. I'm like he's, he's a cool guy. He's the guy that can be creepy. <laughs> I guess that's a great way if, if you're just naturally a creepy person, just really lean into it so much so that you're no longer creepy. There you go. But the creepy uh daily comes aboard, and Nanette runs off, gets teleported back. He just like creepily introduces her to the crew, like hey, as if it's just business as usual. Hello, everyone. So we have the new cadet, Nanette, here of the Space Force, Space Fleet Academy. <laughs> and, you know, Nanette, take your post. And she obviously refuses. Uh, 
know, problematic by daily standards. You know, she's not obeying, won't take her pose, saying mean things to him. So he does the most logical thing you can think of, which is get rid of her face. <laughs> I mean, just, just remove her face. Uh, what a torturous thing that must feel. Uh, and that like it's, it look, it, man, it looks gruesome how it feels. He immediately drops the ground and yeah, it's it's I can't even imagine. Like I I can't I literally can't think about it because I start to hyperventilate. Oh okay. Well, I, I was I was with a question. Well, I want to question. How does she like make noise like that? She doesn't have a mouth. I suppose that she just. It's just sealed over, like. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, real, real, you know, real bad shape, and Dale basically tells her, "Hey, I can do anything I want to you. I can torture you like this forever if I wanted to." And she, she eventually submits, and goes to her post. And oh, this is like the vibe because she's at her post, nervous as all hell, and you know. Daily tells you, like, oh, hit, hit the button. Hit, you know, or tra- track down um, Valdell, whatever his name is. Valdeck. Yeah, Valdeck. There you go. And she's, she's like, terrified. She just has to hit any button. But <laughs> they find where he is, the planet. And he goes, like, okay, time to go to the ground. You, well, me, Walter, Packer, and uh, Shania. <laughs> I think it's Shania, but maybe... I always forget it. I always forget it. Shania. Shania. Wait, which way do you saying it? I say Shania, but... Shania. I can't remember how they said maybe, it. Maybe, maybe it's Shania. I I, I don't know. I can't get past the sha part, because I see an A, and I'm like, sha, sha, sha. Doesn't Shania, like, tell her at this point, it doesn't matter which button you push, just push a button? Yeah, yeah, she does. She's like, it doesn't matter what button you push, just press any button. It, they, all, they all do the same thing. <laughs> they all I love that. Yeah. I and, love it. and then she tries to say the planet name and can't say it. And Shania helps her say it. Oh. Shania's really her, like, Shania stands up for her the most and helps her the most out of all the other. Um, she definitely does, yeah. She's definitely uh, the closest with her, the time she is with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, Dolly also says, you know what, Nanette, why don't you come aboard to, you know, show you around how this works uh, onto the planet. I also want to pause at this point because it just reminded me. Are you're on the IMDb page, right? For Black Mirror. Yeah. I, I I was gonna comment something on this earlier. Can you look at it? Do you have a screenshot of the people on the ship? A screenshot of the people on the ship. Just just a screenshot of them, just so you can see the what they're wearing more specifically. Oh, uh, sure. I I can get there. Sure. Okay. Anything particular in what they're wearing? Like the the mini skirts? No, not the mini skirts. Not the mini skirts. More like the color. Oh, the red shirts. The red shirts. The red shirts. Yeah. Well, but the, but it's Daly and Shania who are wearing the red shirts. And both of them are the two that don't make it. Just saying. Right, they are. Well, no, Shania makes it. Oh, you're right. She doesn't. Actually, actually, it's Walter the one that doesn't make it. You're right. Yeah. I okay. Well, I, I submit the fact that she she got poofed for a bit there. Right. So she she's the one who gets who ends up with the worst end of the stick uh, out of this crew that went there. So as a result of going there, I should say. Uh, she, well, she just to get 
actually nothing happens to anyone on the planets. Like nothing happens around the planet. It's back at um the yeah. ship where she gets turned into. But yeah, just I, I I realized that I forgot to note that yeah she is a red shirt and I know Delia is a red shirt. I may note of that, but they've given Walter a red shirt. That really upsets me now. They've given Walter a red shirt. And for people that don't know, because uh, Mister Sal surprisingly did not know until he saw Lost. That uh, I shouldn't say surprisingly. I don't think this is a really common sense thing. <laughs> uh, there's a famous term, especially from Star Trek. Uh, it's from Star Trek, uh, being a red shirt. Because in yep. Star Trek, neither of us have really watched it, so I can't really speak on it. But apparently, characters with the red shirts were kind of the throwaway characters that would die. So if you're a red shirt, it basically means you're gonna die. Exactly. That's right. Yep. And it, yeah, the, and that comes up in. And most series, you know, it's it's like characters that aren't aren't like you don't really know who they are, and they're not really going to make it, so they put them in red shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, red shirt, no problem. They teleport to a desert planet, a red, uh, I don't know, a red desert looking planet, a really Star Trek looking planet. It definitely is. All yeah. these, they, they really hit the Star Trek vibe really well for because I I like seen only like glimpses of Star Trek. I know you've barely seen Star Trek. But it screams Star Trek to me. Oh, absolutely. Which is, I only, I only imagine how this feels for someone that like has loved Star Trek. I wonder if it's terrible to them. Like I can see all the flaws, or if it is just like, wow, how great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they track down the evil, the dastardly Valdek. Actually, they don't actually track him down. Valdek surprises them from atop a rock. Uh, yes. With like an explosive device. Unbelievable. This guy. Uh, but before before they actually find any of this guy, uh, uh, before they oh, find, I want to say Natalie. Nanette. Nanette. It's the it's the way they do their A's. No, no, that's not an uh, that's a ah, uh, like Nanette. That's okay, Nanette. Sure. But, it's a but no, no, that's the way they say. It. You're right. I I see the name. I'm like, that's not that's not how I say the name. <laughs> it's just, I, it kills me, it really does. I just, <laughs> this is not this is not the proper way. Granted, like so many names are misspelled. Like it's just the way names are. Yeah, I they're, guess. Not, they're not phonetic. Like even my name is not right. phonetically correct. Uh, for Indians, uh? not no. Kith is what I'm called. Not Kurt. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. I guess I don't really share it all that often. Yeah. Uh, you you're talking about the first part of my name. You call me Kurt. Yes. They say Kith. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Uh, but it's it's phonetic in the English pronunciation. Phonetic is Kurt, but well, they if uh, if an Indian person sees it, they'll call me Kith. Okay. Kind of. My name is kind of misspelled. I think in English, kind of. For but even even the the proper spelling I've looked at it is a uh, like. It doesn't phonetically sound like Gith. So I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. Interesting. I did not know that. So, there you go. It is what it is, right? I, names names are kind of, to me, names are kind of like a hog model of words, and then you just say whatever it is you want to say first. It's like, ah, that, doofenshmirtz. Like, <laughs> doofenshmirtz. <laughs> like, you just go, like, ah, that's Phineas. Like, Phineas, that's such a ridiculous name saying Phineas. F-H? Or are you saying F-H? You got an F for that. <laughs> You mean pH? pH, exactly. Why did I say F? When I said uh, pH. We have an F for that. We've been over our uh, anger for the English alphabet. 
Boy, is that the truth. You could really, you could really cut down some redundancies here. I know there's some budget redundancies, but we got, we got, we got, we got to fix our language before we fix anything else. That's my. Yeah, I, I totally agree. We no, don't agree with that. No, I, I've said before. If if I'm, if I run ever run for president, I am running on the platform of modifying the American alphabet. Okay, I feel like that. Do we, Do you think Do you think that would strengthen you? Like voters look well, he's right. Or do you think people be like that's ridiculous? Why is that? It's platform. Oh, it's yeah, I did, did absolutely think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I do like the idea of having the most petty, spiteful campaign ever. Like, hey, hmm, you got you, you people know when? Hmm, I'm trying to think of what's, what's something that no here. I, oh, I hate this. Okay, I hate whenever a company asks me to donate money. Why? To them, I just don't because because I don't no because then they're gonna go and be like, hey, we've got we raised this much money for charity. And it's like, I just I don't like a. When companies ask me to donate money, I'll donate money, but I'm gonna donate the money. I don't want them asking me to donate money. Oh, okay. So you don't you want to cut out the person in the middle and just donate directly? Yeah, I don't like companies asking me to donate money. Oh, okay. Like if I was, if I was president, that'd be a platform I'd run on. Okay. Even though, even though I'd probably cripple some charities. Okay. Interesting. So we're we're at the Red Planet. Uh. See, see, look, see, I've already forgotten how to say her name. Man. We went this whole tangent. <laughs> it's it, it's Annette, but with an N in the front. Nanette. I don't know, Annette. Nanette. Is it Nanette or Nanette? What, whatever you want, man. <laughs> anyway, Nanette tries to convince Park or Packer as they're walking to like shoot. Uh, Dale, like, hey, shoot him. Come on, you have a gun. And I love the, the news that Packer breaks there. Is two things. First of all, only his gun works. Why does that work? <laughs> Number two, he's invincible. <laughs> it wouldn't matter anyway. And Nanette can only say, well, uh, at least you have a gun. Uh, but here, yeah, then they run into um, Valdeck. You know, he has them trapped right where he wants them. Uh, but they can surmise, since he hasn't immediately tried to explode them, he must want something from them, for he had the element of surprise. Mm. And indeed he does. He needs Daly's knowledge on how to use the crystals he's obtained. All these crystals. Ah, the crystals that we actually never see. So, Valdek also brings out this beast spider thingy. I think they say the name of him. Do you remember the name? Uh, I was going to say Jillian. Jill- Jillian as well. Like, he brings out <laughs> Jillian from accounting. And I, think, I think it's marketing. Marketing, accounting, eh, similar stuff. <laughs> okay. money. And, uh, you know, Daly holds strong, and he will not reveal the secrets of the crystals, to which a ring comes, and Daly has to go pause the game to go get some pizza. <laughs> which, this, this scene I love so much. This is a great scene. Really, this is awesome. Because the second he pauses the game, they'll just, oh. And then you go around and have some idle chit-chat of, like, oh, you know, we learned about Gillian and what uh, happened. Gillian just lays down. <laughs> Yeah, chilling. Uh, Valdex, uh, all that launches real heavy. Puts it down. (laughs) Relaxing. That's really good. Uh, and and, uh, Daly goes to get the pizza, and yeah, he and then you know he comes back. Game's back on, and I, I just, I love how, uh, Walton plays being fearful. 
Oh, he's like, ah, we're all gonna die. <laughs> like he's so good at playing. Like, he well, he knows how to play his role now. Well, he's been there the longest. Right? I know. Oh yeah, certainly. He knows what makes I, Daily happy. I think he's been there the longest by a lot. It sounds like it. It sounds yeah. like the early time was just him, like Daily, just trying to break Walton. Yeah, because I don't think any of them knew the Tommy story before he told it. Oh, I I just figured it was new news to Nanette, but yeah, you might be right. I didn't track that. Maybe, yeah. So I so I like that he's so good at playing this terrified character. He is so good because it was, he's also the one that like the second Daily leaves, he, he you know he's he's just he's an alcoholic. I mean, he has nothing else to do than to just drink. I mean, it's not like it's gonna hurt him. <laughs> right. He's just. He, yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't even have to pee. Won't, won't even have to pee? Good for him. So, uh, Daily returns, uh, so on and so forth. And I love... So, Daily called to, to get Valdex... To, to take down Valdex. Daily calls over, Oh, over there! A naked lady! And this distracts Valdex enough <laughs> that Daily can shoot him. <laughs> and, they, uh, you know, Valdex falls over. He's been, you know... They've injured him. You get a no, nice plan, Captain. Great work. <laughs> the praise the daily deserves. He's earned it. He's tricked Valdek. Mm-hmm. And this, this, I, I, this is oh, such a great. I, I, I like this whole like saying part scene because daily stands over Valdek, and Valdek's like, "Oh, we have fought many battles. I've been a good adversary. No, and right." Daily agrees. Valdek's like, "Then end me. Yep. Finish me." And uh, he so badly wants to be ended. It, it, it was all—it's funny, but it's also yeah. mad, depressing in the sense like, oh yeah, crap. Um, it's—it's it's funny, but then as you think about it, you're like, oh my god, like there is no end. Yeah, it's funny the way they present it, but yeah, but there is no end for any of these people. The premise is very dark. Daily obviously does not end him. Tells him, you know, killing in cold blood, cold blooded against uh, space fleet. Code. and also tells him you know sorry buddy <laughs> like kind of breaks character yeah i'm sorry buddy and off to the brig with him and velvet just kind of cries you know like no more no more so that that is i wonder you know i haven't thought about how long it has actually been they never give us like an actual time stamp of how long uh even um Walton has been there. Like we don't right. know how long these characters have been in there for. A while, we suppose, but no clue. Yeah, they don't even know either. Uh, Hackrest, you know, what year is it? Right. So, ooh. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I mean, I I don't know how old the company is, but it seems like a, a pretty well established company. Although, I I guess the question is, what came first, the the public game, or his private game? Oh, you're right, because he could have made that because while the, he was making the game. The public game doesn't seem that old. Well, it could be, like, regularly updated as well. I mean, I guess, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how old it is, because it's hard, it's, hard it's hard to say when the graphics are literally just people inside of a book. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how old the game is. Uh, the graphics can't tell, you know, and there are some games that have been out for over a decade that still get updates, you know what I mean? So I don't... Updated it frequently, especially what this looks like, like a, you know, an MMO, a, multi- a massively multiplayer online. Very yes, thank you for the, 
acronym definition. What well, sometimes I think about is a really stupid acronym. <laughs> it is. Ma- okay, massively, that's fine. Multiplayer online. Hmm. I guess maybe when they came out, there's maybe multiplayer games that weren't online. There's still the case with some, you know, out co-op games. Yeah. But that's, I don't know, a bit redundant. I guess so, yeah. If it's going to be massive, it's got to be online. So we head back to the deck, though. Uh, victory, we've got the Evil Val deck. How wonderful. And so they do the hip hip hooray nonsense. It goes to the same suck face session, whatever have you. Uh, <laughs> but when he gets to uh, Nanetta. Nanette. Nanette. See, I tried. <laughs> I don't know. Nanette. Nanetta. Nanette. <laughs> it's just how I'm struggling so much with their name. It is such a struggle for me to remember how to say her name. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to call her Nan? Or do. Nan, Nan would make it easier, yeah. You want to call her just mother? Mother? She's she's the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Really? Yeah. Have you uh, ever watched How I Met Your Mother? No, of course not, Mr. Sal. That's before my time. Yeah, that's really sad. <laughs> not, not really before my time. I think I know some people like when I was like a teen watching that, but yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, I mean, I, I'm not necessarily saying watch How I Met Your Mother. I enjoyed it, but it. You know, whatever. Anyway, I mean, it's like a sitcom, right? Just like a... yeah, it's a sitcom. Yeah. But, but anyway, she ends up being the mother. Spoilers. That wait, is that wait? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, wait. You're not supposed to know who the mother is. Well, wait. I, well, that, I, you've already spoiled it, Mister Sal. Now I'm so curious. I'm, I'm not sure. It? I'm not sure how, sure how many seasons that show ran. It's it was either six or nine, I think. And she was only in like the last season plus a bit. What? Yeah. How I met your mother. But you yes. don't meet the mother to the last season. I guess. I guess. What is is the title? Of, is is the series named after him telling his son how he met the mother? Nine seasons, and I think she didn't make an appearance until the end of season eight. Wow, that is a that is a shocker. I never seen the series. Would have figured that. The mother was in it more than the last season. Okay, fair enough. Though I, I mean, there's a way you can write that so that it makes sense. I'm sure it does. Mm, to a certain extent. Okay, maybe not that well, according to Mr. Sal. <laughs> it's a very polarizing ending. Nah, it's not even that polarizing. It's it's uh generally frowned upon. Not bad endings come and go, but at least it's not as bad as Dexter. <laughs> Nothing is as bad as Dexter. But just to give you uh, a frame of reference here. IMDb user rating for the series is 8.3. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's the whole series. The final episode, though, 5.5. Not a good finale. <laughs> finale should be rated higher than your average. For, for that, now, you're right. Now, I, for what it's worth, I didn't have a problem with it. I kind of enjoyed it. But it was kind of like nine seasons and i mean i don't know this this is kind of weird the, the, the she seems like kind of a throwaway character <laughs> uh, i i have to imagine that they, they knew they were ending the show that season right it's not like they ended yeah yeah because yeah, that was a really big show i know okay yeah well uh 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nanette slaps uh, Daly when he tries to kiss her. And Daly, he's so good at being a creep. He's like, he says something like, that's not very nice. But like, <laughs> I couldn't be that creepy if I tried. Maybe I could. Because I have to you know what other people say, but he's really good at being creepy. Yeah. Uh, and Daly looks like, you know, he's about to do the forced move on him holding his arm at her. But he decides to show her mercy and that she better see it but by tomorrow. Yeah, he, he leaves the game. So, you know what? Not a complete psychopath. Just oh pretty no, much is. So, uh, yeah, now 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 we get another dialogue scene where they're just kind of chilling in the crew area bridge. That's what they call it in Star Trek: the bridge. Chilling here. Uh, Walton goes off to drink. Uh, Nanette, Nan. I you really got... can't remember. Well, I can do Nanette. Sure. Nanette. Yeah, Nanette. Yeah, that's that's what it is. There you go. That is Michelle. I I'm so sorry that I'm struggling so much to say her name. This is this is killing me so much right now that I keep struggling to say her name. Nanette. Well, it... It's it's actually killing me right now. You're I... to name her something else to make it easier for herself because I'm no no, no. I, here's what I do. I just phonetically spelled her name. None. Annette. Okay. How do you say your name? It doesn't sound like a word anymore now. It doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> I said so much. Oh my gosh, Kurt. I don't, I don't know, man. Oh. So, anyway, Nanette's in disbelief uh, just of the whole situation as a whole. And then, this is where they break the news. Uh, Wallen, especially, he's the one that strips down that they don't have any genitals, right? They are, they are smooth like a doll. <laughs> And they can't even have the luxury of pooping. Which, the net feels like this crosses the line for her. <laughs> like, imagine, like, this is what crossed the line. Like, before, she'll be just sad. But this right here, and this is what crosses the line. Yeah. So much so that she she's decides to think, well, you know what? He's not a god. He's a coder, and therefore fallible. So he starts, she goes to, um, uh, specifically, you know, I'm sorry, I remember, forget names. Uh, co- Kabir, right? Yeah, yeah Kabir. He, she goes to Kabir and asks him, like, hey, uh, do you know, uh, like, that, that thing he used, that device, the Omnicoder, tell me about that. And we learn, you know, okay, it comes when he comes, it goes when he goes, it loads with him. But Nanette knows that there's a connection. This must have some sort of connection to the outside world because he got that doorbell when he got the pizza delivery. Oh, right. So Nanette wants to try to hack it. Kabir tells her, yeah. This is the, this is the big cliche. This is another like cliche moment that happens here, where and it's like I'm gonna try to hack it. We was like, ah, don't bother. Already tried that, Nanette. but yeah. I haven't tried yet. <laughs> and then she goes, you know, some hackity hack hack stuff. And then she hacks it. She just comes on it. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because this is where the episode starts to kind of lose me a little bit. Oh, dude, I listen. I completely agree. They take liberties and cliches yeah it's like the the hacking stuff like they 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 try to explain it uh, and and i think there's actually some maybe they do a good job i don't know and maybe that helps some people make sense of it who know more about computer hacking than i do but as soon as they say anything other than we're gonna hack this thing i start to drift off because i have no idea what they're saying (laughs) 
I, I can't remember uh, the particulars of if they said anything. It's not like I definitely don't remember any I, of. I, I, I don't remember it. if they yeah. said anything super particular. But yeah, whatever. They 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 did their super secret cool hacker thing and hacked into it. Basically, they've they've got to the point now. Oh yeah, you're right because they talk about how they had the front end of the UI. Okay, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, they, all you need to know is that they can message someone and they got 160 characters to do it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And, and I, I kind of wish that's all they told me. Because it's so, like, it's really, for, for an untrained person, it is really difficult to make sense of what, they, what they're saying. And I tried to make sense of it. And that was the problem. I should have just ignored it. Yeah, you should try to make sense of it that much. Even, even like, I don't know. I don't know how... I'm trying to remember what they said. I know they said they got to the front end of the game. So he found the actual game files in his copy. And it's connected online. And he, she, they can use the inbuilt like message feature for the game. They're going to use that. But it's under 60 character limit. The inbuilt invite system, sorry. Because they invite her to the game. Okay. Yeah, the real right. life in the net. So anyway, now that I've also explained it and lost Mr. Sal. Yeah, I lost me. <laughs> we... Nanette smiles and goes to type her 160 character thing to the person she believes will help her the most, which is real uh, life Nanette. Yes. And might I add how odd it is to see real life them after all, like these series of scenes. Like now, now I relate more. Like okay, now I relate much more to virtual Nanette than I did to real life Nanette. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like like real life Nanette now means nothing to me. Early draft, I was like, okay, this character is okay. Okay, I can see how this goes. But after this last scene where we were inside the game for this long and stuff, all these real-life characters mean basically nothing to me for the most yep, part. I agree. Right? They're just pawns that act around what happens on this digital game in daily. So, uh, real-life internet gets an invite from Robert. So, did you read the... Uh, here, I'll, I'll say what's that here in the email. Uh, she gets an invite from Robert Bailey saying... Many people trapped inside Infinity on Daly's computer contact Cyber Police. So, Cyber Police is I, that a thing? Not now, but presumably in the future, maybe. Maybe the Cyber Police could help with this. Uh, or maybe this is exactly what they're for. People like it. Look at that, hey, Cyber Police. I'm glad they exist. Good for the Cyber Police. Uh, Real Life Nanette confronts Daly about this weird message, uh, that she got, and Daly just tells her, ah, "Problems from spam." And don't click on that link and plays it off. So it did not work. So, okay. If you get this message, is, is daily the person you go to? No. I, and the message is about him. Now it's, it's coming from him, right? That is true. Actually, it is about him coming from him. And what I will say is maybe in that feels Hmm, I'm trying to think. Maybe I would go to the person I got it from. Uh, I think of it from Nanette's point of view. He's mostly a stranger. Eh. Yeah. It depends how I feel about the person, right? Like, if I feel comfortable around them, I think I'd go to them and tell them, hey. Okay. That is, but that is a very... You're, well, yeah, that's his contact the police. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to him. Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't know because it's coming from him. I might think, oh, his his account got hacked. I should tell him. 
in fact, it's such an odd message to get, though. Like many but, people trapped inside infinity. On daily right. And and it's about him too, because it says they're on daily server, right? Uh huh. Yeah, his computer. So then I I would say that that's very mixed messaging because it's coming from him. I would want to tell him because it's about him. I would not want to tell him. <laughs> I think I'd probably tell him if I was comfortable talking with them. If not, okay. I might even, yeah, I bring it up to him. I wonder if you brought it up to anyone else. Presumably not though, but I, you know, this mean, I, I wondered. So when real life Nanette eventually goes to the mini fridge, she kind of questions, like, what is this all about? When she has to empty out the mini-fridge. Right. I wonder if she pieced it together. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I would have been interested to get more from her about this. Yeah, see if she pieced it together. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, anyway, Daily, the pro-talking con man, Sawyer-esque, I might even say. He'll oh. talk his way out of this one. Sawyer the lawyer. Lawyer and Sawyer. <laughs> Sawyer. Uh, <laughs> If you don't understand that, you should watch the Lost Podcast. You say once sure. again. When we get back to the ship, and uh, when they get back to the ship, uh, ship, Walton's just hitting his head off things out of boredom. But the <laughs> the alarm or the mechanism to let them know that Daly's coming starts, and they're like, oh, Daly's early. This is super early. Normally he's at work right now. And this makes uh, Nanette so confident that someone is coming to help her, or the real life her is coming to help, and she's so happy, she's so excited, and then nope, it's daily. And he's he comes in with such a quiet rage, right? My God, very scary rage. Comes in Absolutely. quiet, angry rage, and starts you know talking about all oh, you guys have let me down, right? And he does get angry. He just starts yelling, and then Annette takes full responsibility for the message, right? Mm-hmm. But also, she doesn't back down when she does this. She takes full responsibility and also calls him sick. And that he needs help. Oh. Which is not, I mean, ugh. She, she's looking to get punished here. Yeah. And and Dale is about to do it again. He, he's raising the hand. Raising the Jedi or Sith, whatever you want to call them. Mind force powers, whatever. And then uh, Shania. Shania. Shania, okay. I got the first syllable right that time. Sha. I right. think it's Shania. It might be Shania. Who knows? Also, we don't have to say it for very long because you know what? Shania steps up, begs that she'll behave, and just to let her off this once. And Daly agrees, and then punishes her instead. Oh. And turns her into another one of those spider thingies. <laughs> so. Oh. And uh. then takes and demands and what's it? Off to the brig with her with Valdek. There he goes. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm wondering how much of a punishment this is. I thought, like, is it better? I mean, would I rather be playing along Gilly's game or locked in the brig? Right. The weird worm thingy. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't have a good answer to that right now. I think well, like I feel. I'd rather be locked in the brig. I don't I don't know. I I I feel like. Because you're scared of the brig and stuff, I feel like they prefer the daily stuff. Because you know what? Listen, it's scary having to deal with daily and the abuse he gives. But like, it appears to me he's only ever mean to Walton. Uh, yeah, you're right. I guess he's, he's only ever mean like 
to Wallen. Everyone else, he, he treats well enough. Now, listen, he's probably been mean to them at one point or another if they step out of line by his terms. Yeah. But he seems to, you know, only really bully Walton. So as long as I'm not Walton, I'll take this just so that way I can at least walk around. Uh, you know, maybe be an alcoholic like Walton appears to be. Just, <laughs> at least, I, 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 I would rather take that. Did you hear what some of that alcohol was? Yeah, I, I... he he offered it to a when he offered it to Nanette when she first comes. He's like, "Oh yeah, we got oh, these made up names. We've also any poison you want. Seriously, we've got poison here. <laughs> it's like slug snot or something. I don't know. It was, it was some strange Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, Daly leaves after threatening them and turning a Tania Tania. Whatever you want. <laughs> These A's, they're, they're struggling with uh, Mr. Sal. Yeah. She's now spider thingy. Oh, well. So sad. Uh, Nanetta's, you know, she's sitting there sad, looking out a window now. And then she looks out and sees, like, a wormhole black hole thing. Yep. And she just kind of goes, the update. The update. And so she, she goes back to the bridge and lets everyone know, hey, I see the wormhole. That signifies an update patch for the game. Okay? That's how the game renders an update now, how patch. Does, how does she know this? Works on the game. Or if you're just a player on the game, if you see a, like the wormhole, it might mean updates coming. Really? Because, okay, so if you if you make a massive... If you make an MMO game, yeah, and you want to pull out an update, especially like they keep talking about massive update, you have to have some sort of downtime on the game, or at least at some point you have to turn it off and turn it back on. Yes. So you can actually like put the update there, right? Yes. Or at the very least, you have to like have them download the update, have it ready, and then have them swap over, right? Maybe you only turn off some of your servers at a time, but there's gonna be a swap over at some point. How does she know that this wormhole is the update? Like, how does she know that he didn't just build a wormhole in here? Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Well, my my assumption is that like if you're just regularly playing the game. If you're playing it and you see a wormhole, that means that that means it's an update. That's just me trying to like, you know, help it for them. Like this is just like they code that into the game of. I only said she started working on the game, but players of the game know they see a wormhole. Oh, update. Hmm. But that literally, listen, that's just me trying to justify it. I think it's kind of ridiculous that this update is like, hey, this update. Or if you go into this wormhole, the update will detect you. <laughs> Right. That's exactly how that works. <laughs> they yeah. go to the wormhole, and yeah. it it will uh, the update will detect them, and since they are rogue code, it will delete them, basically right. killing them. Yes. So, which is definitely preferable, it seems, to what they have now. Yeah. So, so like I said, this I I totally think this like this whole wormhole thing is I think a bit, I think that's super far fetched, but I'll suspend my belief because I like I do like the this is an interesting concept. A group of people, their their goal is basically trying to delete themselves from existence. Yeah, that that is pretty cool. That is uh, what a, what an interesting concept. Uh, and you know, so they start discussing the plan, right? Oh, well, we can't even fly there. Only Daily can. We needed Omnicorder to like uh, chart a flight route. Which is that device that he carries around with them, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's that, yep. The this little like master device he carries with them. Yep. Uh, they also. You know, it, it, how are we going to, you know, get that? And uh, Nanette has a plan, 
uh, to use uh, Daly's Omnicorner recorder to blackmail her real life self. Okay, to help pull this off, to help distract Daly, that way they can escape. Because in order, in order to escape, Daly must be in the game. But you know, he has to he has to be in the game, but not actually playing the game. So they want to use real life Nanette to distract him. So you know, okay. Wait, no one meant. They want to use real life Nanette to distract Daly. At first, they want to use to distract Daly, but they'll also they'll also use her to get back to DNA. The, well, okay. We're soon gonna learn Walton's sad thing. So, cause yeah, real life Nanette was supposed to just distract him because because he has to be logged into the game, but somehow not notice they take his Omni recorder. So at first, her sole purpose was to somehow distract him. So you keep saying real life Nanette. Do you mean virtual Nanette? No, no, I mean real life Nanette. All right, I'm I'm confused. Hold on a second. Oh yeah, so like, they want to take his Omni recorder. Yes. Use it to be able to fly the like chart the flight route, and then give it back to him. But they, with it, they can access the outside world. Right. Daily can. But with that, they want to contact real life Nanette. Yes. And blackmail her. Yes. With her own photos, such that. She will help distract Daly. You're actually you're right. Why did? Because then they already have the Omnic recorder. You're right. Cause right. Because they, they plan this out right. Because right afterward is where Walt is where uh, Nanette talks to Walton, and we learn about what happened to Tommy, and then she talks about the DNA in the fridge. Right. You're right. I don't follow the logic here either. See, this is what I mean. Like the event. Uh, uh, at the point where they start getting deep into the plan and kind of the heist of it all and the, and the tech behind the heist, this doesn't make sense. I I start to get a little, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but I start trying to think too hard about how this is supposed to work. And and I can't make sense of it in my head. And the plan makes sense to me, but yeah, why do they need Nanette right now? Why is that the plan? Like it would make sense if they wanted to use her, or they do use her after they learn about Tommy. Well, I see. I never thought that they were. Tr- oh, I no. I guess I never thought that they were trying to get her to distract him. I thought that they needed her to destroy the stuff in the fridge. But... They do. They do. But they don't learn about that until right afterward. Or at least, at least, uh, Nanette until doesn't. After... Unless you know, maybe they brought up the DNA in the fridge already. I just know she doesn't know about Tommy yet. All right. Well, let's continue through. And... Let's just keep. Yeah. We, uh, I, yeah. Let's not get too hung up on this. But um, the next, like, oh, I can blackmail myself with my own photos, and she starts getting frustrated because Walton is the only one that doesn't want to fight. You know, he's like, nah, leave it. I'm not. I'm not about this. And Walton tells the story of his son Tommy. Uh, he was six the last time he saw him. Mm-hmm. And we learn about the tale of how Walton was the first one on the ship. Uh, Dale kept trying to break him, but it wouldn't work. Finally, well, and the reason it wouldn't work is because Walton was, you know, he's headstrong and he was hopeful. And he was used the word hopeful. So there you go. He was hopeful yeah. he would see Tommy again. And that he did. Uh, Daly was able to grab some DNA from real life Tommy uh, from a lollipop, which we, which you could have seen in the fridge, I think, twice yes. now. Or now. And uh, with that, he put a replica of Tommy in there, and then threw him out of the airlock in front of Walton, 
and that kind of broke. I mean, that did break him. Yeah, this and is this is really jarring. This that is, is that is. I mean, I'm not a parent, but you. Well, Kurt, as a parent, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. As a parent, I <laughs> for those of you who who are are rolling your eyes at me right now, this is a, a running joke that we have on the pod. So if... I won't consider it a joke. It's more listen. It is a it is a powerful statement. It, it adds weight to your words to say as a parent. Something I wish I could do. And Kurt always congratulates me. What do you mean? Oh, well, now nah, I, I, I wasn't sure if I'd already congratulated you for being a parent. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to read. You know, that's it's embarrassing. Well, okay. I did it more than once. You must be very embarrassed. <laughs> anyway, Not at all. Uh, this, I mean, anybody. It, it doesn't even matter. If it's if it's a my child or not, like to to see anybody thrown out of an airlock on a spaceship is like, I I can't even imagine. It's one of like, to me, the top ten most terrifying things that I could even imagine. So, but, but it'd be a whole lot worse if it was your children. But yeah, the fact mm-hmm. that it's his child makes it you know orders of magnitude worse. He, he hasn't seen him in a while, or however long it's been, he's been stuck in this. Right, and this this was his hope. His hope was to see his child again, and here he is, and now he's gone, and you get to watch him freeze and and what was it freeze and shatter? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's just awful. So, and and it explains so much of why Walton is the way he is. Virtual Walton is the way he is. Okay, I I figured it out in my head. <laughs> I know I know why. They needed why why beforehand they thought of they want real knife real life uh Nanette. Mm-hmm. They want to use her so that way uh when 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 they do the big when they do the big plan, right? The big heist plan, not really heist, but they mm-hmm. then the real life Nanette swaps out his like online virtual temple thingy for a fake dud. Yes. To buy him time. Now Good for Daly, bad for them. He actually has a spare, but they didn't know he would have a spare. Right. So if I guess from their perspective, they were hoping that would get like buy them enough time for a while. Right. So I'm assuming that's what maybe their train of thought was. Just to like maybe grab the Omni Quarter, get a hold of her, return it, and then execute the plan. Yeah, I mean hack hack yada yada plan we escape yeah. <laughs> anyway anyway uh Walton tells them about the lollipop and if they haven't already known the fridge that has all their dna so here's here's another thing uh nanette tells him hey help us out we're gonna make sure he cannot bring us back as tommy puts it he'll just bring them back he won't be able to bring us back because we'll get rid of those lollipops lollipops but that lollipop and all the dna in the fridge yeah okay yes now my question to you is can he actually bring them back if they go through that black hole yeah i would i would think so. no 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 but hear me out he can bring back copies of them okay the original but it's not the same one of them right yeah okay fair enough the other thing is is like just because they get rid of the dna that's in the refrigerator doesn't mean exactly right (laughs) they'll just get more there's many flaws in this plan. There are many flaws, but I was like, they'll just get, just get more DNA. But I think they're you know, probably just chalking it up to, oh, it's somebody else's problem after we get through that black hole. 
Yeah, I think they're trying to feel a little better about themselves. Like, because listen, if they get to that black hole, then they know what they're, you know, hey, he already has the DNA. He'll just make another one instead of us, and they'll be sub- subject to this type of, like, hell. But if we go to the DNA, we can say we saved everyone. And then he's got to go get the more DNA. Yeah. Where he probably could. But, he definitely could. You know, it ends up not mattering that she took out the DNA. Because how it ends for right. Kelly. Presumably. We don't actually know if it does end that way. Well, it, it, it would have not mattered regardless. Like, maybe Tommy's lollipop mattered. Because he probably, he might have to, no, I, I don't know, he might have trouble getting Tommy's DNA again. Yeah, Tommy might be harder to get if he doesn't but, come into work and stuff. I bet he could. If he really tried to, definitely. Yeah, and and the rest of these people, he can easily get their DNA. So, like the 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 fridge part of this heist doesn't really track. I was like, I'm I'm not I'm not with this heist so far. <laughs> but them wanting them wanting to get into the wormhole makes perfect sense, though. That that I will say absolutely. Sense, I mean, are, well, hold on. Them wanting to get through the wormhole makes perfect sense if. They record if they actually know that the wormhole is the update, then that will it will delete them, which apparently they don't because that's not exactly that's not actually what happens. Oh my, yeah, yeah, you're right. They thought it would delete them, right? <laughs> it doesn't even delete them, you're right. I, w- I want to know the cruel world where you get through that and you can't stop them, or he, like he's still alive. I guess they're just in the online game. I'm not going to think into it. Oh, they say they're in the cloud. Anyway, though, I'm not going to get too much into that right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get back. Or daily. Uh, he goes you know, back to the game. And we actually get to see the lolly in the fridge this time, the lollipop. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it yet, there you go. And uh, now this is where I felt like it was super bright. You talked about the lighting earlier. On the, on the yep. Deck she- or, yeah, deck scenes. Yes. Here. Is where I feel like it's the brightest, and that's when Annette is playing along. Right? Oh, there's a crash shuttle on the planet, and you know, Daly seems pretty happy that she's going along now. Like, oh, nice, wonderful. She's, she's finally learning. And okay, so be it then, uh, Nanette. Uh, I shall go down to the planet, uh, Packer, so on and so forth. He starts calling people to come with them, and Annette goes, No, 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 I'd like to go alone with you to learn the ropes. And also, you know, for oh, I don't know, something she says something seductively. I can't quite remember. Yeah, she's, it's definitely suggestive. Definitely, and uh, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so be it. So they teleport down to the you know rocky planet thing, another Star Trek planet thing. I'm sure. Yep. Great scene, and there's a big body of water, and Annette, you know, starts to trip down so she can go swimming in the water. And she coaxes Daly so much here. And this whole time, whenever they cut back to Daly here in the water with Nanette, or like here at this whole, like, before he gets in the water and even when he is in water, there's always like that eerie feeling of what if he doesn't play along, right? Right, right. Which, oh, such a good actor for this role. Such a good, creepy guy, man. I just. Yeah, he's perfect for I, this. I, I cannot say how great. It was just how I was wondering the first time I watched this, like, is he going to come in and swim? Like, is he going to get mad? Because he's really like, we're on space fleet duty, Nanette. You know? Right. This is this is a leisurely activity, not a not a working activity. <laughs> and Nanette presses it enough to the point where, you know, uh, Daly is fine enough. And he comes in, 
puts down his omnicorder, and to which they teleported back into the ship and go for Nanette's uh, whatever cloud-based photo story she uses and gets the photos of her to blackmail her with. Yep. So back in real life, uh, Nanette's chatting, and we learn that, hey, uh, it's a 10-day Christmas break coming up, which the only reason this kind of matters Yeah. is for what happens later on. Right, right, to, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's gonna be a ten oh, days. That's a good point. I... <laughs> it was a ten day Christmas break. And uh and then that's like, okay, well whatever. And she checks her phone and she gets the messages and oh, she's being blackmailed. Gets a call. It's Walton with a robo voice. I don't know if they added the robo voice or if like that's how it is, but Walton's got a robo voice talking to Annette. And they, you know, make demands like, hey, do as we say, or else we'll share your photos, so on and so forth. The typical blackmail stuff. I'm sure you're familiar with this, Mr. Sal. Uh, yes, I've been blackmailed several times. Oh, I thought you were doing the... I thought you were blackmailer. Apologies. Oh, okay. Uh, so, it, it, while, while this happens, we see uh, Nanette and uh, Daly swimming. And when Daly wants to head back... This this is the, this is the scariest part to me, is when yes. Daly wants to head back and it's like, no, please go. Like, she kind of plays like, no, 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 and splashes him. And <laughs> Daly looks so angry when he gets splashed. Oh my god. But then he just gives like this uneasy smile and starts splashing her back. This came into like a splashing fight. It's just terrible, oh, by the way. It's so cute. It's not cute. I hate splash fights. Yeah. Don't splash me. I ship it. All right. No. Oh, Mr. Sal, no. <laughs> What's it? Robert's his name. Nanette. Nanbert. No, I'm going with Daly, so it's Nanaley. <laughs> Nanaley. <laughs> That's just out. Yeah. No, I, I, this is obviously said in jest. I, I definitely don't ship these two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope you didn't, yeah. I know. So, uh, we, we cut back real life Nanette. Real fast actor. I don't know how long they've been playing. But she's now outside of Daly's window. Yeah, that was real quick. Well, granted, this is black. I mean, she's sure, whatever you say. But I don't know how far he lives. Maybe he lives, like, across the street. Apparently. I know, I know if I was, like, a CTO of a company, my commute would be as short as possible. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, so, she's outside the window. And uh, Walton ends the call with their final. So he's been on the phone call with her this whole time. And, you know, complete your mission. Uh, and they send back the Omnicord back down to uh, Daly. Yep. Uh, Nanette notices that the recorder is returned. And it, it's just important. She she notices. She notices what? Oh, she, the, oh that it returned. Yeah, yeah, she sees it return. And then back in real life, we see uh, real life Nanette order a pizza for Daly. So I don't know how much time elapses. Not too long, so we'll see the pizza delivery guy eventually complain. So it's not like a hour long pizza delivery. This is a pretty well, no, quick one. He says, "I got it here in under." I don't remember what he said. It was like it was a really short time. It was a really short time. It, it was like I got it here in under fifteen minutes or something. Well, yeah, well, because yeah, he was demanding extra money, and it's probably because of what Nanette told him. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> if you get it here in under fifteen minutes, I'll give you an extra whatever. I'll give you a five hundred bucks. Yeah, I think it was fifteen. Like it. It was really short. It was like impossibly short. 
It was it was a very short amount of money or a short amount of time. I want to say impossibly short because like basically if you already have pizzas being made and it's just a regular cheese pizza, all you do is just circumnavigate the line of your pizza business and go, okay, he gets the next pizza that comes out and drive it to him. Mm, I guess so. Right. I mean, that's my thought. I guess. I mean, I guess I was kind of assuming that there's some new pizza technology and black mirror i mean they're they're it could be no you're right you're right i just i didn't think of it that way i mean it's, it sounds silly but there is a pizza technology component to crocodile did you see crocodile no uh, another black mirror episode uh there's a there's like a self-driving pizza delivery truck that plays I know, I know the main character of this book is called Hero Protagonist. What? It's a really good book. Snow Crash. By Neil uh, Stevenson. Really? And uh, here, it's kind of like a... I don't know what year it's supposed to take place. But it's like a... It's like a futuristic... Whatever. I don't know, basically, it's, it's, a, it's a futuristic novel. I had to read it for a class. It's not bad written in 1992 but basically a lot everyone lives in virtual reality for the most part yeah. like people just enjoy living life on virtual reality and you know so on and so forth can be a bit too much but they have pizza delivery here uh i think this is the real world is this pizza delivery it is actually yeah it is and uh hero protagonist i'll, I'll talk to you right now so in this universe is this not this is not a spoiler this is all within the first paragraph that i'm about to tell you so <laughs> The the world is, what's it? At least the United States is basically the government was kind of beaten. I can't remember the exact, but the government's no more, or it's very minuscule, and it's mostly private like companies that run everything. All housing is privately owned, roads are privately owned, police are privately owned, like everything's privately owned. Right? <laughs> and and because of this, uh, the U.S. is good at like three things. No, it's two things. It's good at two things. Movie and like cinema and everything, Hollywood is still number one, and pizza delivery. Nice. So the the protagonist, whose name is Hero Protagonist, <laughs> is, yeah. uh, his job is pizza delivery. He works for the mafia, and it's a very prestigious job to be a pizza delivery a person. You can yeah. be their record speeds, Mister Sal. You mess up, well, you don't know. You don't want to know what happens to you with the mafia. So, but oh man, no. So, but there you go. So pizza delivery. Super, it's like super good. Actually, it's not actually a good job, but it's like they're really good at it. Like some anarchy capitalist society. Interesting book. Yeah, tails off in the later half, but I don't like him in the first half. Anyway, uh, it's called Snow Crash. Snow Crash, right? Snow Crash. (laughs) You can look it up. Nah. You read Miss Cell? No, okay. No, that was more for our listeners than for me. Okay. Hero (laughs) protagonist. I wonder if there's any like media of this. Cause I'd watch like a movie on this or something, just cause weird. I don't know. It, it it's a very interesting. It's a very meta book. I want to say interesting. Cause like there's a there's like a love interest type person, and you know what their name is? Yt, and it's supposed to be short for Yours Truly. <laughs> oh. Hero <laughs> protagonist meets Yt. Oh. Interesting. Uh. Yeah. Anyway. So, I can't remember. Why did I go off on that tangent about that? Oh, yeah, the pizza delivery. Pizza delivery. Speed of pizza oh, delivery is a big deal. Hold on. I got to interrupt you. This is from... When is this from? I can't... I don't know, but it's on Deadline. 
Uh, HBO Max has put in development Snow Crash, a drama series based on Neil Stevenson's sci-fi novel from Michael Bacall and director Joe Cornish and Paramount TV. Like it's, uh, it's it's in development. Yes. Wow. Wait, wait, uh, a mini series. Uh, 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 an HBO series. Oh, a full series. Yeah. The based on or like a like a. Yeah, based on the novel. Based on wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's definitely it's definitely an interesting world. I think it could definitely now, be good on TV. This article is almost a year old. It was December thirteenth, two thousand nineteen. So I don't know where it stands now, but. Huh? I'm pretty. That's pretty exciting. I I I will happily watch that. <laughs> I I I always thought. Like, I remember reading that book, and I when I say tales off in the second half, I mean tales off in the second half. But like, some of it was interesting. But some of it I was like, this is a book where it's one of those rare books I read where I was like, this would be much better as a TV show than a book. This is <laughs> like I would much prefer to watch this than read this. Nice. So anyway. So the story's good, the writing not so much. No, the writing's good. It's just, it just goes down like so. Uh, it's also like where I, I mean, I was also pretty busy and like reading the book. It was like a hassle, and uh, it, when I read at night, if I'm tired, I like start losing track of the. Oh, it's just, oh yeah, it was just starting the hassle sometimes. But yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it in the first half. I was really loving the book, but I just, I don't know, didn't care as much. I love the world building they did. Early on, nice. all everything. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So they send back. So he orders the pizza for him, and the pizza comes in record time. So Taylor's of course confused to why his doorbell's ringing. He doesn't know it's pizza yet, but you know he gets up, leaves for it, well, exits the game for now, and since he's done this, uh, immediately. So here, here's another thing about their plan, right? They have teleporters. Yes, they do. Why can't they just teleport themselves into the wormhole? Hmm. Is that too far? Maybe it's a range. Well, I don't think they want to teleport themselves just into space. Why not, though? They teleport themselves in the wormhole. I guess they're trying to delete themselves anyway. Yeah. Yeah, good question. Anyway, anyway, I'll just assume there's a range. I mean, I guess who's who's the last person (laughs) stuck, right? Well, no. What if you type in the command to like you teleport? I don't know. I don't know how the teleportation works. I don't know if you like pick who, pick the destination, and then you hit like an enter key and it goes, or if it's like you pick the person, they like disintegrate, and then you pick where they go, and then they reappear. If it's uh, if it's the option number one, then you could teleport yourself, right? Yeah, I guess. But option number two, you cannot teleport yourself. I mean, it, it seemed to. Well, that's I mean, some rule machine. Maybe I'm thinking of actual Star Trek, but it seemed to me like you had to be in the teleporter. But they and... teleport you back. Right, but there's somebody at the teleporter controls the whole time. You're right, but what if? But I guess the obvious reason why they wouldn't teleport themselves is then who's going to man the teleporter? Right. But you're right. No one ever goes and teleports themselves in Star Trek, do they? No, it's always uh, Scotty. Yeah, yeah, Scotty beam me down. Yeah. Huh. 
Anyway, some food for thought when we get teleporters. Maybe we'll teleport into a black hole. A wormhole, I mean. Is there a difference? I guess there is a difference between a wormhole and a black hole. But there might not be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. Um, we uh, we see the pizza delivery person come to the door uh, with Daly going there. And so real life uh, Nanette knows, okay, this is game time. And so does in-game Nanette. In game, and that's like, okay. Uh, Daly's left. I'm gonna head back. She gets on a shore. Go asks for the beam up. Gets beamed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, in the real life, Daly's kind of arguing with the pizza delivery guy about like, I didn't order this. Whatever. Yeah, I'll buy it. He buys a pizza delivery guy wants his, you know, speed tip. Imagine how much of a jerk. I mean, obviously, Daly didn't order the pizza, but Mr. Sal, can you try this out? Uh, maybe. Probably. Can you order a pizza, demand extra speedy delivery for a, for a healthy sum, you know, an extra, a, a good healthy kickback? Okay. But then just don't deliver. What do you mean, don't deliver? Oh, don't. I don't, don't give them kickbacks. You'll be like, ah, never mind. I'm buying my pizza. Thank you. And then just close the door on them. Uh, I'm not going to try that out. Okay, but if any of you guys have a pizza shop that you only want to order from once, and you don't mind being a jerk, if you don't hate yourself when you look in the mirror the next morning, then by all means, try that strategy. There you go. <laughs> anyway, um, we have the, the pizza guy, uh, he, you know, argues with him back and forth for a bit. Meanwhile, real-life Nanette goes in, gets all the DNA stuff, and swaps out his uh, game device that he puts on himself for a dud. And then she pieces out just in time. Just like every TV show. The, the typical cliche. Gets yeah. out just in time. <laughs> As... Exactly. But why is that always such a cliche? I guess, I guess it wouldn't be as interesting if to get out as healthily. But it's always just that. No. I mean, it, it builds suspense. It gets your heart pounding. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, you know, people get caught. Yeah. It's just in time, and there you go. Uh, in game, Annette knows that it's it's happened now because uh, real life Annette accepts the invite, which tells them that in game, so they know. Oh, okay. The the fridge is cleared out. We're good yep. to go. Right? Can't copy us anymore unless he gets more DNA from the real life us. But that won't happen. Mm, okay. <laughs> so. Uh, they're 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 in game, and they're you know they're they're starting to fly towards the wormhole, and they're they're kind of worried about Daly, but you know what? They got rid of his disc; he'll be fine. And Daly, sadly for them, has a spare, returns into the game, and starts like you know he's comment he, on the comms. Hey guys, where are you? What's going on? Hello, hello. Uh, they they ignore him, which is probably the right move here. Yes. Maybe try to lead him on a bit, but now they ignore him. Uh, they had come on this planet to get a sunken ship, or stranded ship. Uh, Daily goes to it, gets on it, and hears the news from the ship that the USS Callister is heading straight for a wormhole. What well, bad news? Now, here's the other, the other piece. Of now, this. here's something that annoys me, too. Okay, I already get that. Oh, well, uh, I was just going to say, was it stated somewhere that once the once the update is pushed through, 
then Daily's World is deleted. I don't understand. Or Daily's World is cut off from. I don't know. Uh, this is, like I know that he ends up stuck in the game at the end of this. Yeah. But I'm not sure why that's a problem. Why he's stuck in the game? Why that's a problem? Well, the, here... game, the game's not going anywhere. So, well, it's, I think it's because it deletes stuff such that so since he has his own offline copy, and he's definitely edited it to some degree. I think it it would appear he's edited the code that associates when he logs off and on. Okay, because when he logs off, uh, he pauses and. Like, he has something that spawns in with him and spawns out. I, yeah. I wonder if he's edited the code. And if he has, and if that wormhole deletes the rogue code because they went through it, if it detects that there's something wrong in the game, and so then it goes through and deletes all the rogue code. If he edited it, if he changed up that code, I, I, I guess it's plausible enough that now he can't get out of the game because he had changed that code, and now that this game has gone through and just deleted it, like, the existing code, he just can't get out now. And he says, like, you know, exit game, it doesn't work. What I will say, though, is that is terrible design. Mm-hmm. And no one in reality would ever make something that <clears throat> you you literally put something on your head and then you cannot take it off because you're just mentally incapable. Right, because at the end, he's isn't he yelling, like, exit game, exit yeah, game? Yeah, he is, he is, he is. And I, I, and listen, I can believe that if he edited the, like, the exit game uh, code right function if he edited that that because he wanted to change some things with when he enters the game and exits the game okay. and so when the game deletes stuff it deletes the bits he's added and the bits he's changed and but it doesn't actually fix it it just deletes the world he, he knows the update's coming like this is this is one of the things oh, i think you mean why didn't he exit sooner right why why didn't he like he since he knows the update's coming why is he first of all why is he even in the game oh so i don't i don't think he realizes so this so this is where like the 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 stupid logic stuff is like the wormhole <laughs> Let's see how wrong yeah, have this. and i don't even know if it's worth discussing yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get too much into it but just my belief is the wormhole is there it has the update it's like preloading of the christmas update if they get in it the update goes, oh, red flag, there's rogue code in here. Let's go through now and check all the code here and delete any rogue code. Right? But if they don't get to wormhole in time, it just never notices that there's rogue code. That's it. That's- oh. oh. If it does not delete anything. Okay. All right. Really, if you assume they wouldn't go there, he'd be like, ah, well, it's not going to affect me. Okay. Well, good enough for me, I guess. Okay. We'll take that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, but, uh, Terrible design, but whatever. Uh, uh, so he gets back in game. He's angry. He boards the ship, and he, I mean, he starts. He starts going off. He's so angry. Oh yeah. Um. Meanwhile, they realize the wormhole is closing. In order to get there, they have to get through the asteroid belt. Just like the beginning, they had to go into like a belt. This time, they got to get through a belt in order to get to the wormhole. Yes. And. Pop on the comms, there's Dolly, Dolly, Daily, and he's so angry. Uh, Kabir does try to give him comfort that, hey, he can't punish us or hurt us. He can't really touch us unless he's on board. So as long as, you know, keep going, you can't wreck him. 
I'm not sure why. But... I'm not sure why this man made himself like a god in this universe, <laughs> but fallible. Um, they, you know, but Daly is super angry, right? He's threatening them all and so on and so forth. <laughs> Do you remember some of the stuff he says? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember some of the stuff he says, but I I know that at one point doesn't it doesn't then that go? Can't we just turn him off? Yes, yes, he does. Some of the stuff he says is. What I'm going to do to you is going to be biblical. Oh, <laughs> and then he threatens to like turn them inside out. <laughs> so he's really threatening them pretty pretty hardcore. But yeah, uh, they stop his comms. And then uh, they're getting near the end of the asteroid. It's looking belt. It's looking good. But then they had an asteroid last second, and their engine stops working. They're drifting. Rotten so, luck. Rot rotten luck. Yeah, it's a little worst. And Daly starts like giving like an evil laugh, you know, the typical mwahaha. Uh, why do villains laugh? <laughs> yeah, because they're maniacal. Did you just laugh? Yeah, I did. Interesting. I'll let the viewers draw their own conclusion to that. Anyway, <laughs> you have to do an evil laugh. So... I was in a, I was in a murder mystery play once. Oh, where, a play or like a game? I always want to do a murder mystery like game. Like a play. I've been in, how many murder mysteries have I been in? I, I think I've only been in two and I was cast as the murderer both times. Spoilers. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I, I started to take it a little personally. But at any rate. <laughs> I w it's like uh, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, yeah. So in the, se the, the second one that I did, it was like a uh, murder mystery dinner theater. And my character had a disorder where he laughed spontaneously you know, just for no reason at all and at, at random times. And the director wanted me to have a different laugh every time. <laughs> so I had to develop like 20 laughs. So what's the most unique one? I don't remember any of them. This is like, you know. I think it's well. It's over twenty years ago. One of them had to be the Santa Claus laugh, right? Oh, I don't know about that. I, I, I can't remember. Or 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 or. That's not quite Santa, though. So you're trying to. I don't Listen, know. twenty laughs. That's a lot of different laughs. You really got to stretch it out, then. Yeah, I think one of them was like the Renfield. <laughs> like that, like that one, but. <laughs> like a witch laugh, kind of. Uh, that there may have been a cackle in there somewhere. I I really don't remember. Oh how? Anyway, of course was... you were cast as the murderer though. It how, definitely was. How how fun? Did they catch you at the end of both plays? Of course. Oh, yeah. He should have gone off script. You don't want to die. <laughs> nah, you didn't catch him. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> how heartbreaking must that be? If someone goes off script on a play like you spend so long on these go like, like terribly off script like they just. Ruin the entire play. Yeah. You know what they're doing. Huh. Yeah. Huh. It, it, Watch out, directors out there. You can't trust cast people. <laughs> so just don't do it. Well, actually, you, you did a lot. Of, you did quite, you've done quite a bit of drama. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about those directors getting in your way? Uh, it depends on the director. Some directors, it's like. Pesky director. What? They're pesky, right? No, well, some of them are really, really. I helpful. knew you'd hate them too. Oh, <laughs> huh. I've I've had I've had lots of different directors, and some I've liked working with more than others, and some have I've felt like had uh, elevated my performance more than others. Yeah, 
Phoenix Hub have de-elevated, de-elevated, some might say. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, ultimately, it's it's your performance. I don't I don't see a director like ever um, deflating your performance. Like it, it's, I, I'm not sure a director can make it worse necessarily, but they can definitely make it better. Yeah, they so. can amplify it, or they can yeah, yeah. help it. Um, good for you. Good for your cackles. <laughs> so, that warmed uh, my cackles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, they realize, has to go down to the engine, uh, the engines to manually turn it back on. Uh, basically, someone's going to have to sacrifice themselves. Yeah. Which it's, is funny because they all think they're going to die anyway. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. To me, when they say sacrifice themselves, I imagine they're going to be stuck in this world. Oh, uh, what? That's what I thought. Yeah. See, so this is this is the. Oh, I don't understand. I so my my understanding is just that you're still going to be stuck in the world somehow. If you die, like if you jump out of that space, why don't you jump out into space? No, but that's not what they're doing here. That that they knew that they were going to get incinerated, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but like, I feel like there's a way they can be brought back if they die this way. My assumption, like Daly can bring back, uh, Walton. Well, is what I'm trying to say here. I think he can bring back people when they die, even if he doesn't have their DNA anymore. Okay, that's that's my assumption here. Because if that's the case, they can kill themselves in a lot of different. You know, they can just go out in space. Right. So, my assumption is that Daly can like respawn to people, you know, bring them back to life. If they yeah. die in the game, I got you. So I, I took this as a sacrifice of who's not gonna, you know, who's the one that's not actually gonna die. Hmm. <laughs> who's the one that's going to sacrifice themselves? And Wallen is already on top of it. Uh, he asks to be patched in to talk to Daly himself, and Daly, you know, Daly threatens him, and you know, oh, I'm gonna bring Tommy back in, and Wallen gives just this heart to heart of, you know, I'm sorry. What I've done to you, which I've done to you in real life, reusing you, and, and he apologizes, Mr. Sal. I'm yeah, really feeling the feelers a little bit. Not really, like oh, absolutely, no, absolutely was, and and honestly, because really, daily, like he's he's a just a total creep, awful. Like what he's doing is terrible here, sadistic. Just every adjective you, you can think of. But, oh, but oh yeah, there's the but. Okay. <laughs> Right, but but there's there's like there's a reason why he is the way he is. He wasn't necessarily born this way. Like people treat him like garbage. They just everybody treats him like garbage. Like and when you what is it? Did you see Joker? No, no, I wanted to see Joker. <laughs> oh really? You like Joker? Um, uh, so uh, very polarizing movie. Some people call some people I know call it their favorite. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It, it is such a difficult movie to watch. It, I, I imagine mean, it is truly like watching truly, how the Joker becomes the Joker. Like that's truly disturbing. Like uh, you know, completely warranted our rating. Like it, it is not anything I really ever want to watch again. But it is very, very good. Uh, I, I think, and I think it's worth seeing. But uh, you know the. The climax of it comes when he the the line that he uses. Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. We live in a society. 
No, it's, oh, it's yeah. <laughs> what, what, do, what do you get when you cross? Like he's telling a, a what's supposed to be a joke. And it's like, what do you get when you cross uh, someone with mental health issues uh, with a society who treats them like garbage? And, and the punchline is exactly what you deserve as he like starts shooting Ooh, people. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That is, wow. Yeah. So, so you think in, in a capacity, right? That while he's certainly made his own choices and what he's doing is wrong daily. Right. He's also a product of society. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like his environment has caused him to become what he is. Right. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like I think he's in the wrong and serves some sort of punishment, but his environment has certainly lended uh what has become of him. Yeah, it's I mean it's 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 sad. It's and it's kinda of, I, I mean I don't know if you say it's tragic, but it is really it, it's right it's right there. And and it, and it makes a lot of sense that he would end up this way. And you wonder what 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 would have happened, what he could have would have done if he wasn't treated like this by other people. You know, it's it's like so here's the actual quote: "What do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with a society that abandons him and treats him like trash?" Like that's that's what it is, you know. And you you see it in so many. Uh, school shootings, which is what made Joker such a uh, polarizing movie. Yeah. And a lot of people thought it was an irresponsible movie to even make. Um, but, you know, you th- I think back to, to Columbine and, and those were kids who, who were probably had mental health issues and were very marginalized by society and treated like garbage. And it's not an excuse for what they did. What they did was, was awful. Mm-hmm. But it could be perceived as a reason. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I agree with that sentiment that it's not excusable. It's certainly, it's not an excuse. Right? They should be condemned. But mm-hmm. there's a reason behind what they did. What they right. did. Right, so to hear Walton apologizing for it here is, I think, very powerful. And this this scene really is, is what makes Walton my favorite character in this episode. But then he one eighty said almost so. Well, because he because it's not an excuse. Yeah, yeah. He, he can <laughs> he can feel remorse and feel sorry for what he did. I completely. Uh, so I was gonna say I I agree with you completely. He can feel bad what he's done. Yeah. But what daily has become is not completely his fault, right? No. And does the punishment fit the crime? Like absolutely not. No. Like nobody deserves what Walton gets in this episode. Certainly not. So, so yeah, I, I think that the punishment doesn't fit the crime here, and he can feel remorse and feel guilt for what he did and feel sorry for it, but still hate this guy. <laughs> well, Walton turns on the engine and he burns off. So, if he could be brought back to life, which is what I completely presumed, is that yeah, is, it makes sense now. You're right. If Daly wants to, he can respawn him. But once they go through the wormhole, if all the road code in the world's deleted, like you know. Daily can't if Daily can't even leave, he's never gonna get respawned. In fact, he probably got deleted as well. He probably got what they actually wanted in the first place, which is an actual like deletion. Right. So yeah, take that, you know, new little upside for him. Yeah. But the engines are going. They've started up. 
The crew heads for the wormhole last second. Uh, they, you know, and ideally it's mad. You know, the, the villain's been conquered. They get to the wormhole last second and Ailey misses them and gah, yep. dang it. So here we are in the actual Infinity game. They look more normal. They're not wearing like the Star Trek uniforms. They're wearing like cool space fits. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, what was it? Elena? Elena? Elena, yeah. Elena, okay, Elena, the person who was once blue, no longer blue. <laughs> so, congratulations, <laughs> Sarah. Uh, we even have a Shania. Shania? Shania, I think. Shania, that's what I said. Shania and Valdek, they come out of the brig. They're, they're back to their human, their fine form, also, like the others. They're now in the cloud in the actual game Infinity. What a, what a, what. What an exciting, exhilarating time for them. Meanwhile, Adele is stuck in the game. His controls are disabled. Uh, it's going dark. Rogue universe detected. What his game says. Mm-hmm. And uh, starts deleting everything around him. And he can't exit the game. And we get the shot of him just kind of in his chair. You know, the slumped over position. Not slumped, I guess. Kind of reverse slumped. slumped. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Reverse slump, yeah, reclined, kind of laid back. Uh, kind of like he's like a, he's like at the dentist, right? It's kind of like yes. the dentist. Yeah, and uh, he's probably gonna die of hunger or thirst. Actually, he's probably gonna die of thirst, barring if anyone ever finds him, which he's got right. a ten day break. So, good so, no. thing they told us that. Even if there wasn't a ten day break, I question if people would actually come looking for him. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, meanwhile. They're excited now. They're in the game Infinity. So do you think this is a prison now where they are? Yeah, still a prison. Absolutely. Still a prison. They seem excited. Well, relative to what they were in. Fair enough. A really nice prison. And then we have Gamer691, otherwise known as Jesse Pickman, otherwise known as Aaron Paul, (laughs) who wants to know if they want to trade. Uh, I love how excited, like, then that is. And they're like, oh. Yeah, hello. Nice to meet you. I'm so excited. He's like, I just want to trade. Do you guys have anything to trade? No, <laughs> no, we don't. Ah, you guys get ready. Oh, no, just, screw you guys. I'm gonna, bl- I'm gonna blast you guys. You better leave my quadrant. <laughs> they like fly off, and he's the king of space. Yeah, but doesn't like he he like drops a Jesse Pinkman. Oh yeah, he does. He does. Like a like a Jesse Pinkmanism. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know what that is, watch Breaking Bad. But. It's true. That is. Yeah. I mean, you should watch. They totally pay. It must feel real good to be Aaron Palmer's situation that you got paid basically to say like two, three lines. Yes. In your famous. <laughs> yeah. Just ah, but uh, oh, whatever. Good, good for him. <laughs> Seriously. There. I, I don't know how much he got paid. Probably not that. Probably much. not that much. He might have even done it for. Free. I don't. I don't really know how that works for like. Well, you know what? I think at this point people just want to do a Black Mirror episode, so they probably get people relatively cheap. Fair enough. So, there, that's the end of the episode, in terms of the Black Mirror episode itself. And you know what? I, I, I understood the plot holes before. Yep. Probably more plot holes I've noticed now, and they've gone over it with a fine comb. Yeah. But I love the, I just love the premise of this so much. Absolutely. And, and I think it's executed well enough. Like, they have the potholes, but it's it's an hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And unless they really want to, like, go super, super in-depth, I 
I can suspend belief. To uh, cause I I can suspend belief to see. I don't want to see the lessons because I don't know if we learned lessons per se, but the story it tells. Yeah. And the dangers it warns of. As Black Mirror, some some of the episodes kind of do warn of certain dangers in society. I question like this one. I think will one day be feasible. Not with DNA, but like probably scan your brain with like a a scan, a CTE scan. Uh, CT. Yeah, CT scan. Yep. yep. And uh, you know, maybe find some of those. Maybe hook up some stuff to your brain. I think this might one day be possible. Oh my god, that is terrifying. In terms of just you know, not from DNA, but from yeah, actually. So that's awful. Only I can only wonder. I don't want to think about that. Ah, okay. Oh, that's terrible. So, so you still give this? I don't think you've changed your mind at all about this episode. No, no I, I, I think I, you know, I, I stick with an eight. I think that ultimately, like, I love the discussion that it generates that that we just had. I think it was fantastic, and it's and it's mind mind blowing to think about. I remember ah, this make this episode makes me think so much in terms of like ah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it makes me think more than most than than a number of other episodes. Uh, Fair enough. But... You, you want to know why I think that might be? I think it's because of your standpoint. Your you, I think your standpoint is very clear. Right. My standpoint is <laughs> definitely much more murkier than you. Yeah, yeah. I I can't say a single sentence to describe mine. You're just kind of like, nope, don't want really anyone being put online <laughs> like that. And that's very simple. I I do think it's fine to put people online like that, but there is a line somewhere. But I don't. I don't even. I, it's fuzzy. I don't know where the line is. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's. I. I get that. I get it. But. Uh, but I definitely. Um, I. I. I don't know where the line is with sentience in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like you know, is brings up a lot of questions on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is Siri sentient? <laughs> Are these people sentient? Some people. Some people might argue they're not sentient. They're not real people there's just lines of code on a screen yeah, right you'd probably argue that i'm That's sure an argument to be had right right but but like does this do i think this is more questionable i don't think this is any more questionable than you know hated in the nation like what what um okay what about this <laughs> can, can, can i hit you with this scenario sure go ahead it is completely AI generated, like so. It's not. It's not based off a real person, but it acts just like a real person. It's feelings, everything. Okay. Could could you um like is that okay to generate online? I I don't think so. Okay. Okay. So the, I was wondering if you say since they were never real, it's fine. Okay. It's just what what where's the line to be drawn? Like if they have emotions. I mean, if they say they can feel, if they say they're conscious. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's that's, that's, a, that's a question that you probably can't answer. Like I couldn't answer. I don't know. Yeah, that's it's it's tough. It's it's. it's uh, I know it when I see it. Policy. <laughs> I I don't know that I would honestly like. Oh okay. What would I know it when I saw it? I I don't know. I mean, is C three PO? Sentient? Oh yeah, Star Wars whole. You know the, the 
Right. But yeah, yeah, the droid stuff is is really interesting to think about. Do you think robots should ever have rights? I don't know what you mean by that. So I I wonder. So like, over time, more people have gotten rights. At least in the U.S., but in a lot of places around the world, right? Like two hundred years ago, women even a hundred years ago, women just got the right to vote, right? Yeah. A hundred years from now, should robots be allowed to vote? They could spam the votes, couldn't they? Oh, I'm not saying a program. Like, a, we'll say we had an actual, like, like a, a CP3 or like R two D two, like an actual like walking around robot. Can that robot vote? I mean, I, I would, I don't know. I would say no. But and, I would... okay, and if he can't, what criteria does it have to meet to vote? Like, what, what if he can feel emotion and everything? But I guess, how do you know that? Exactly, and that's that's a, that's a big question on robots: is how do you know if they do feel that, or if they're saying they feel that? Ugh, I don't like it. Uh, how do you know if anyone says what they feel? You know, this is why I think that technology, like we, I, I want flushing toilets and refrigeration and GPS. You said. I mean, I guess, but like, oh, okay, where wh- whichever one of those came last flushing toilets or refrigeration <laughs> like that that is where i would have liked to have seen technology just stop that <laughs> breaks right then and there yeah the style stop conductor please stop my stop is here <laughs> the train can move on but i will not <laughs> exactly yeah i mean so... you can if you want just... well, you already have a toilet and a shower or not shower, toilet and a refrigerator just Stop everything else. Super easy, Mr. Sale. Just don't. Well, I actually I actually can't right now because my job <laughs> requires me to use it, but do you need to have that job? Just get a different job. Well, I need... I'm not sure I could find a job right now that doesn't that, that will allow me to stop technology at toilets and refrigerators. <laughs> That's very true. So but anyway, uh, uh, you know that's a that's a really interesting question and it sentience is something that if i think about it too hard i will lose sleep over it okay so. No, let's not sleep <laughs> let's not ruin mr sal's sleep <laughs> i think that's enough for this episode we've gone wildly off topic not even off topic just down big rabbit holes <laughs> have we hit three hours yet uh yeah we have it three hours. <laughs> so that is that is there more than enough time. If you made it this far, uh, congratulations! What a badge of honor for you. Do Do we need to drop the? If you really listen to this, sure. Why not? Okay. Sure. Sure. So, lots of people tell us that they listen to the podcast, but we don't know if they actually do, unless you can tell us the secret word. Totally out of context. You don't need to work it into conversation. If you come up to us and you say, "Fern." we will know that you listen to the podcast. That's a very good keyword, Fern. Don't say diaper. Say Fern. Very important. You can say whatever you want, but we're not going to know that you actually listen to the podcast. I just don't want people to confuse it with the word diaper. I'm saying. Don't (laughs) say diaper. Say Fern. What's wrong? I'm just trying to make sure that the listeners don't use the word diaper. I'm just practicing my laughs in case somebody needs me to do a play, which I have to use. Oh, 20 see, and I say that 
as another layer of defense. Because some people are going to forget I said don't say, and they're going to think it's diaper. And you know what? Not true enough. Yes, because we do say fern every so often in other shows. You should check them out if you haven't already. It's true. Uh, well, hopefully we, we get to do more Black Mirror episodes intermittently as we uh, wrap up seasons of Lost and The Leftovers and uh, yeah. whatever else we choose to cover in the future. Yeah, there might be another one at some point. <laughs> <laughs> there, is no, there is no set time for these, though. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you want emails, I said earlier, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Five stars is much appreciated. Subscribe. Also appreciated. Uh, give a review. Makes Mr. Sal much more happier. <laughs> there you go. See all the joy brings to him. Share it with any sentient beings that you can. Even non-sentient. Yeah. You know. A listener is a listener. No matter how robotic. I don't know. <laughs> no matter how sentient. And no matter how sentient. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and I guess that's about it. So, thanks for listening.